quiet unless I get caught up in the moment, which does happen sometimes. It does. I've seen you get loud on a podcast before, so usually got, when Greg is around you. Yeah, I got... <laughs> How is water artesian? Artesian water? Yeah. I don't know. Product of Italy. It's not a ne- it's not a Nestle bottle. Is this not Nestle? Let's see. Let's play that is it Nestle game. It is not. Is it Nestle? It is not Nestle. It's not Nestle. No. Aqua no. Mineral San Bernardo. In Italy. That's right. Sodium free water. Nestle. Yeah, that's, that's what I want when I get H2O. I don't want any sodium in it. There's usually a little bit of. Oh, there's no sodium in this water either. Yeah, that's good. It's just water with carbonation. Yep. Yeah, I should pull out my notes for this. Ozzy, can you just like pay attention to that thing every once in a while and make sure it's recording? Uh, it, sure. It should. Well, we're at a minute. Oh, yeah. we're already recording. Cool. Yeah, 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 yeah. All right. <laughs> I just I pushed record, but uh, yeah, I will I will cut this stuff. Maybe. Blue I just gray. need I just need to be caught aware of of when I'm recording. Uh-huh. The way you don't spoil okay. all that stuff. I know you guys do your small talk before. before yeah, every... <laughs> this is how we we usually just kind of wander into the podcast. There's sure. no. There's no real, like we like we did during the uh, E3 car wreck past or the car oh wreck cast. Oh my god, <laughs> that was the most difficult podcast I think we've ever. That's recorded. just a bunch of people yelling. It was just a bunch of people yelling, and a bunch of us were leaving halfway through. Like, it was in the like mid show. <laughs> it's it was like, like watching the end of some sort of like teen drama, and like they're all like leaving like homeroom like individually. Like, it's like just let Greg yell for an hour. <laughs> Drunkenly yell, and then I think Ozzy, you were just like prodding him like he was a hornet's nest. I was poking him with a stick. Yeah, <laughs> well, he makes it so he makes it so easy. Oh, I wish Brickleton were here I, right so now. So do I. You know what? Who am I going to poke with a stick? But now? he wanted to go home to his wife and cat and things that love him. Boo, Greg. Oh, <laughs> we, are we doing a uh, year two of a uh, Shack Pets for E three this year? So Lola is chair pet of the board, right? Of course. And in her first day in office, she banned elections for chair pet of the board. Doesn't that make her a dictator? Basically. <laughs> um, so she is, has installed herself as chair pet for life. But, yes, we will have an E3 Shack Pets presence. Okay. But the idea is there's more than two people on staff who have pets almost everyone has a pet yeah i just got a tamagotchi yeah, so that counts <laughs> there you go. yeah and um, it evolved while i was here i'm a horrible like i was your uh, horrible tamagotchi father yeah <laughs> so i named it i named it ramen the danger noodle because it was a it was like a big headed snake yeah with uh you know the just a snaking around i don't really know what it is yet i haven't seen it since last well, week That'll be exciting. Yeah, so I think that's that should be up for some sort of so, yeah, win. The idea is let's do a Shaq Pets Battle Royale. Oh, I like it. Right? <laughs> so basically every pet is going to have their own little cylinder to vote in. We're going to yeah. have a similar kind of voting mechanism with putting marbles into tubes. Because I think that's fun. Yeah. I think everyone enjoyed that aspect of voting. You know, that's how people used to vote for the president. Yeah. And then the pet gets the uh, winner, winner, chicken dinner. Yeah. yeah. So I think that's Which that's maybe an actual chicken dinner for them. Who knows? That's that's how we're gonna go because Lola, um, she consolidated her power almost instantly, 
And now I'm basically just a tool of a dictator at this point. L- granted, that's she's what, a fluffy, lovable, huggy dictator. So that's pretty much what happens when you get a pet of any sort. Yeah, your life is now dictated by the pet schedule. It's, it's very true. true. That's so true. Uh-huh. Um, not this week. I'm writing a story, and Bucky just jumps into my lap, like <laughs> yep. right in the middle yep. of it. He's like, "No, it's it's time it's time to pet me now." <laughs> Well, you know, that's the that's the funny thing with Lola is like she also sits on my lap while I work, but she's gotten used to just chilling there while I type. Oh jeez. Uh so yeah, she'll literally in the morning, she'll just be sitting on my lap for like two hours and then she's like, Okay, I'm bored. I'm gonna go do something uh, else. Bucky's neurotic as hell, so he'll just <laughs> he'll he'll start licking the arm of the chair and then he'll just like start licking the desk. Oh, how old like, is he? He's he was a little less than two when we got him. Okay. So he's going to be three. Is he still a puppy? Yeah, mm-hmm. basically. Yeah. yeah. I'm a, I think I'm, yeah, I'm at that point where I want to get a new pet. Yeah. Like, yeah, I haven't had a pet for a couple of years now. So mm-hmm. I'm, I can, I paid the pet deposit. I can own pretty much only have cats. Yeah. But I have pets at a hedgehog before at my place. Mm-hmm. I don't uh, know if that counts, but that counts. Yeah. It was that, cool. not not for the battle royale. No, it wasn't my it wasn't my hedgehog. I can't. Yeah, but I, I uh, can't enter someone else's special. You know, but last year, a, last um, year John uh, John Benjamin, you know, hammer suit. He he complained about the election results because his he did. I remember this. his cat lost as the vice chair pet candidate. And he was blaming the picture of Nessie for that. Because he's like, my cat's adorable. That's not my cat's problem that we lost. It's Nessie's fault. Did you so see? that's when I was like, fine. Poor next Greg's year, not here to defend himself or his cat. Next year, he, Greg will listen to this and he'll defend Nessie on Twitter. But, <laughs> oh, and, sure he and will. so will Captain Zork and so will Bad Kitty because they are Nessie apologists. <laughs> um, really, all three of them. Uh, but yeah, I was like, that's when I got the idea. I'm like, okay, next year we're just going to do battle Royale. It's going to be our individual pets. You're voting for who is the cutest pet okay, out of I mean, all of our staff. And they will win the, chi- they will win the victory Royale chicken dinner. Do it for Shaq news award of E3. All right. And I think that's, I, I think that's my Tamagotchi's got a good chance of winning, <laughs> frankly. No, but, but, I think so. I think people are going to, I think Lola's cuteness that. transcends all animals. That, I don't know. That, that, that there are cat lovers who voted for Lola in 2018. Look, my Tamagotchi, <laughs> my Tamagotchi is going to get the Japanese schoolgirl vote, and that's all that really. That's counts. a question. You know, that speaks to the demographics of the show floor of West Hall of E3, right? Yeah. What percent do you think is Japanese schoolgirl? I don't know. Now, what percent but, do you think thinks Lola's cute? I, I guarantee. It's a bigger segment. There's, there's, probably, a, there's probably a healthy <laughs> overlap there. The yeah. Venn diagram. I'm, I guarantee there's overlap between your demo and mine. <laughs> and I just think Lola's cuteness transcends well, all I know animals that, in time. I know that if we're doing the Marvel system again, I'm just going to sneak a jar in. <laughs> and pour a bunch into Tamagotchi. No, we're gonna have. Uh, we're gonna get some sort of an auditor there. I did that for Lola uh, yeah. last year. I took a video uh-huh. of it and sent it to Greg. Yeah, that was great. <laughs> was like, hey, she Greg, was already look, winning. Yeah. Oh no, it did, didn't really affect the outcome, but it was. I just wanted to let Greg know that that I was. Lola was definitely the winner there. Oh and, yeah. You know, yeah. a lot of a lot of shackers, landslide victory. A lot of shackers have questioned the results. 
They what? thought they thought maybe it was like one of these Russian dictators. Like it's like, oh, everyone voted. For- no, we had a democratic election at E3 right next to Nintendo's booth. The Russians did not influence our election results. No, there was no internet involved. All right, I'm gonna have to get a three-legged corgi to beat Lola. There were no, there were no fake Russian bots <laughs> on social media or anything. Yeah. You, you, are you talking about crackdown again? No. <laughs> No, no, no. But I'm... <laughs> that is, that was a good analogy, though, right? Yeah. Like, like well, Crackdown is a three an adorable three legged dog, oh, right? <laughs> a three legged dog is hey, maybe like parts of the dog aren't there or don't work, but yeah. you still love it, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. You still think it's great no matter what. Yeah. It's like Champion on Parks and Rec. You haven't watched Parks and Rec yet, have you? I've seen it though. Yeah. Yeah. Champion I, is the best. I, I have not really watched it. I didn't give it a fair shot, I don't think. The, the, the three-legged dog named Champion. A skip, yeah. se- skip, season, skip season one. You probably mm. honestly could, but I think you shouldn't. I think you have to. I think it's worth it just to set up like the general premise. What if I just watch um, The Office the for office the 200th again? time? No, or The Good Place. Oh. Okay, I can't say no to The Good Place. Yeah, or but- I'm kind of thinking about watching Silicon Valley again. Going into Ooh, the next season, you should watch the Good Place. I, I I've watched the Good. I Place. watched the first season, and when I got to the <laughs> to the twist at the end of the season, I was just like, "That is marvelous." Yeah. Oh yeah. Oh no, I watched. I've, I'm completely caught up in that show, but I could always go back and watch it. I gotta it, watch season two still. Oh, it's, you haven't seen season two or yet. three. Ooh, no. you're, you're a treats. lucky man. I envy yeah. you. Yeah. I wish I could. I wish I could just you know for those moments just. Watch it through your I eyes. I know what again. I'm doing when I get home. Yeah, yeah. By it's the way, great. I I see the humor in us uh, masochists talking about E3 when we're just finishing up with GDC. Which cool. I've been thinking about. You know what? I I I was thinking about the Game Awards, right? And how Jeff Keeley puts together that show every year. Yeah. And I guarantee, the next day after the show, actually before the show. Jeff is probably working on next year's show. Yeah, I believe it. And I feel like that's just kind of where I'm at now. And he was definitely it, when it comes up, to E3. He was definitely floating around at GDC this year. Uh huh. Yeah, well, I, I ran into him. Uh, it sounds like we'll be seeing each other at E3, so that's exciting. We saw him at Nindies. Yeah, he was a, he was at Nindies. Yeah, I saw. Um, I swear to God, I saw Sean Astin at the Nindies. Yeah, <laughs> I swear to God, like. I'm pretty sure it was him. A hell of a hallucination. Like, and I was, was like, do there? I? I don't know if he was there. <laughs> I, I saw two was famous there. people come out of an elevator. One was that. I was uh, in the elevator with them. Yeah. I was in the elevator with them. I got <clears> off on the wrong floor. <laughs> I don't know. I, I, I consider Austin Creed Xavier Woods one of our colleagues now. Yeah, right. Than he's a game. celebrity. Yeah. yeah. He's a. But he's. I don't know. When you're I'm, when you're a WWE superstar, like I still view you as like you're a celebrity to me nah, and there's like a there's different lists of celebrities but i think nah, he's one of us at this point I meant but he's ask- definitely a, a gamer yeah and he plays games and he has like great takes on games and he did that impromptu Windjammers tournament at evo that one year that i almost won ozzy oh, almost yeah. won Top almost one is oh wow Oh yeah! Okay, so, like, we got to play some wind jammers. <laughs> and I had never played wind jammers before. It's like oh. Osif, it's like Osif and Sonic last year <laughs> at Extra Life <laughs> United. Kept, except I was having fun with wind jammers. Yeah, shout out to Extra Life United. They raised thirty thousand dollars this week mm-hmm. uh, for Extra Life. I meant to, I meant to ask Xavier Woods. Like I told you about that Mega Ran thing that happened, right? Uh-huh. At Ring of Honor. 
Yeah. In Vegas, where he came out to do a rap, and then it gets interrupted by this bully wrestler. I mean, I don't follow wrestling. Mm-hmm. But I just have no idea because, you know, he, Mega Man, has been on Twitter, like, talking about how upset he is and stuff like that. But I feel like it's all just part of the spectacle. I think they've taken the, the smack talking of WWE to social media in a big way. Like, yeah. you see Rousey calling out, uh, who, who was it? Uh, Becky Lynch. Yeah, Becky Lynch. It wasn't like Sasha Banks getting involved with something. Uh, th- I just that, see that, like that, that whole yeah. thing's up. They're using social media now as like another tool to like expand their narrative. Um, the smack talking. And, yeah. And which, blur that line of what's real and what's Yeah, what's which worse. is is smart from from their narrative perspective, but yeah, it's it's kind of funny. I I've been so out of WWE for a while. Uh David came over to watch Raw 25 with me. Oh gee. That that that's forever ago. And, right? And like I watched it and I was so confused by what Raw had become because they like... Because you don't recognize well, anybody anymore. No, not that. Uh, that's fine. You yeah. know, I can figure out a character in, in one match. You right. know what I mean? But like uh, that they cut away from matches for ads. Okay, that's... that's Okay, you're not alone there. That's definitely one of the worst parts of the show right now. Yeah. The timing that they have for commercial breaks and when they go to commercial break. And it just feels... I don't want to say it feels... Uh, it feels choreographed or it feels like fixed because obviously it's wrestling. So it is, but like, could they at least try and make it feel a little more authentic? Yeah. <laughs> I, I, I just think it's, it's disjointed. Yeah. And it like, I'm like, okay, I'm finally into this match. Okay, cool. I watched them talk smack. I'm, Oh, one minute into the match. It's a commercial. Like What? When did, uh, when did that happen? What year did that happen? And I, I wasn't paying attention when it did, but who said that was okay? The internet. Al Gore. <laughs> Blame Al Gore. Although I'll still find some good stuff in, uh, when I watch wrestling every now and then. Yeah. Um, like that Dave Batista thing is going to be a meme for years. Yeah, for sure. Give me what I want. Yeah. Oh, no. <laughs> that's going to be a thing for years. Yeah, it's great. No, and that's what I mean. Like, they're still killing it on social media and with, like you said, memes and gifs and like. Yeah. I, I'm not hating on it at all. It was just that that one show, the show that I loved growing yeah. up or in high school even, I was just like, wow, this is not the same show. Right. And, but, you know, the pay-per-view option is yeah, crazy and they have their – it's like an app, right, that has their own sub based oh, on Oh, yeah, it. they got their own thing now. They, they, they don't do traditional pay-per-view anymore. When you sign up for that, you unlock their vault, which is impressive. That that's really cool. And it's not just their stuff either. It's basically everything they've bought over the years. So, ECW, yeah, WCW. Yeah, they they're putting up stuff. They put up this random show, and you saw me tweet about this. Mm-hmm. They put up this random <laughs> show from like a Kellogg's meeting, yeah. where everyone had like a serial gimmick. Yeah, it was so it was the weirdest shit. Nobody ever knew it existed before. It was it an internal. Out video for a cereal company and it was like for crunchy yeah for kellogg's it was like crunchy versus like yeah yeah and like the sweet. general mill cereals were all the bad guys yeah <laughs> it's so weird what yeah it, it yeah i know it sounds like a it sounds like a fever dream that's but, ridiculous and they didn't even that's use the good general mill cereals as bad guys why can't they have an evil leprechaun be lucky charms oh <laughs> i can think of all sorts of reasons right because lucky charms yeah. frosted flakes are my apocalypse food ozzy oh geez also have you had them <laughs> I have not. They're delicious. 
Is that they're using total as like as like a, a drunk bad Irish cereal? a drunk Irish leprechaun? Yeah, it was total. <laughs> Come on, <laughs> they had total and they had Honey Nut Cheerios. And <laughs> that makes sense. A killer bee, like yeah. you could get the yeah. Wu Tang Clan in on that stuff. Sure, sure. Just that's thirty six wrestlers right there, all villains. Actually, I, I can't recommend watching that show because it is a fucking terrible show. It sucks. But I will say that the one thing that made me laugh about it was that I think it was the Honey Nut Cheerio guy came off the top rope. With a box, with an empty box of cereal, yep. hit the other dude over the head, and the other dude just stood there, and, he's, <laughs> and they looked at him like, "Did you just hit me with a fucking box of cereal?" <laughs> and thought that was gonna hurt. <laughs> oh, oh, wrestling! Yeah, eighties wrestling, eighties wrestling, no less. Yeah. Oh man, I got some wrestling stuff to talk about. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Oh yeah. Oh, oh yeah. Looking, yeah. yeah. yeah that's gonna... a, that's a, that's what they in the business call a tease. Oh yeah. Yeah. Okay. Um, should we start the show? Let's start we the might show. as well start, start the show. Take it away. Oh, we can Shaq if we want to. <laughs> we can cast our days away. Because your friend Shaq cast, and if they Shaq cast, then they're pretty fucking cool, okay? So we can talk about stuff that we saw at GDC, and we can go on rants while you just dance and have a bunch of joy and glee. Say, shit, Shaq cast. It's Jack Cast. Everybody put on your earbuds. <laughs> Welcome to the Shack Cast, the official Shack News podcast of Shack News. I'm your host, Oscar I'm CEO, editor, chief, chief puppy wrangler, but not this week because my puppy's in Ohio and I'm in San Francisco, a rainy San Francisco, here on day 8,942 of GDC 2019. I am joined by our reviews editor, Blake Morris. Hello, hi, hey, hey! Making the not Hello. so long trek from Oakland to here. That's right. And Represent. then our senior senior editor, uh, Ozzy Mejia. You know, you joke about GDC lasting as long as it does. We're going to be making all of those jokes when E3 comes around. Oh, yeah, E3. but this is Thank like you. thanks EA. This is still long. Like I've yeah. I've done two cons so far this year, Ozzy. Yeah. CES, which you were there. CES was pretty long. That's long as fuck. Yeah. And GDC, which is also pretty fucking long. I mean, we've been here the whole week. We've been here yeah. since Sunday. Forever. It does feel long. like forever. Yeah. And these appoint- these days are just... Oh. They're long. These are long days. They're long days. Yeah. You're you're either in an appointment or you're walking to an appointment. And yeah. that's for several hours. Seven hours at least. A day. At least yeah. a day. Yeah. And then... I was like... Look, my Apple Watch is like, you hit 300% of your move goal. Oh, or- I've hatched so many eggs <laughs> for Pokemon Go. Yeah. <laughs> oh, man. I bet, dude. Yeah. So did you go to the Pokestop here in the Yerba Buena Gardens? Oh, of course I did. That's where I caught, caught my Rayquaza on so, uh, Sunday. Are you using the, the uh, Snapshot? I haven't used the Snapshot yet. Or I, or I haven't really felt an incentive to use it. Why not? That's eh, nothing I want to take a picture of. I have a dog to take a picture of. But you could put a Pokemon next to Bucky. <laughs> That's what I'm doing all the time with Lola. I keep putting Psyducks yes, there. thank you. <laughs> I send Blake Psyduck pictures with Lola all the time. Oh, man, you should add yeah, a Psyduck. Anyone who wants to request me to send you them pictures of add a Psyduck to the picture of me in the uh, with the Mario tube? It's too late. We have to do it in the moment. It's it, oh snap! You Pokemon add- Go. Oh, dude, I should have done that. What was I thinking? Yeah, yeah what were you thinking? We weren't thinking. That was a perfect opportunity to take pictures of Pokemon coming out of a. T- ah, damn it! <laughs> uh, but I did take a picture of uh, Psyduck at the Pokestop and of I- I've been you know Pichu, but like vacation Pichu. 
Do you have which a, one? The one the, with the, the hat. And like the sunglasses. Oh, oh that vacation Pikachu. Pichu. There's a vacation Pichu? Yeah. Huh. I didn't know that. I've been taking pictures of a vacation Pichu. The other thing that's cool about it is like when you, you have to tap the screen and they actually do something. Yeah. So there's like an animation occurring. Oh. And you can time when you take the picture. Laura does that constantly. Okay. She, she'll constantly tap my Pokemon trying to get it to make noise. Right? So you're able to do that in the photo uh, sub app. But honestly, that app is like my favorite mobile thing right now. Yeah. I'm using it more than anything else. I'm like, okay, I'm taking a picture, but I could take a Pokemon picture. Just eats <laughs> so much battery. It does. Uh, and like, we've gotten away from playing the actual game. Uh, it was my brother, my nephew, and I were all logged into the same account. Yeah. And I would go to stops. Are you trying? Are you trying to buff up your account the same way you're d- using me for Tetris ninety nine? No, 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 no. I should have had you log on as Ouija. Um, but yeah, Ozzy literally last night sits down with Nintendo Switch, having not played Tetris ninety nine in like weeks, and you win two out of three games. Yeah, I won the first yeah. two, and only the, th- the third one I lost because I was an idiot. And you I had a mistake. Early. Yeah, I do. I'm one mistake, mistake, dude. One mistake in the top twenty. Yeah, it costs you. You're done. It's over. And it's and that's what makes winning that feel so good. You know, you Greg know? you know, Greg popped my balloon a little bit. He go he's going, Wait, isn't it skill based matchmaking? And I go, Oh, so I'm beating, I'm beating a bunch of punching bags? A bunch of tomato cans? Mm-hmm. Oh, that's what level are you? I have no idea. I don't I don't remember. I haven't <laughs> I haven't logged it in weeks. Well, I w- after last night, thanks to you, I think I'm eighteen or seventeen. Nice. Uh, but that I think that's just a matter of time. Really, you know, it, it is the ultimate battle royale. I think it, so. It's it's a, it's I think the best, and it's like that game was why why I did I suggested that Shack Chat a few weeks ago where we're like, what games would be good for battle royale? Because I feel like there's a lot more to come. Yeah, um, and somebody's gonna come up with some crazy idea that nobody thought of. For I want battle royale. like a twisted metal game, like a, a a battle like a death race or like a. Some kind yeah. of like demolition oh, you, derby, derby. You turn Mario Kart battle mode into battle royale. Uh-huh. That's that's oh my god. That'd yeah, be good. yeah, that'd be outstanding. Uh, but then you got Nintendo Online there. So I still want my I still want my dance off game. Yeah, I think a Dance Dance Revolution battle royale. We 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 talked about this on a past chat cast, but yeah, I think that's Tetris ninety nine is like the perfect example of that. We did play Smash, and I did beat you with Pac-Man. You did beat me with Pac-Man. And what does that mean? What does that mean for the meta? Is Zero going to change his 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 uh, tier list as a result of this? I don't know. Zero's having trouble playing online, as far as I can tell. <laughs> Everyone's having trouble playing oh, online. Yeah, who isn't? That's why whenever we get together, we play Smash, because it's just way more enjoyable in person. It really is. <laughs> oh, I can't wait for... Uh, for e- God, I keep bringing it back to E3. Can't wait for E3 because it's going to be a lot more of us there, and you know, yeah, we'll we have could, we'll have more controllers. We'll we could do an eight, play, like eight, eight player, player smash. smash. Yeah, yeah, it's yeah. On. yeah, I'm going to lose so much. <laughs> I'm going to lose so hard to everyone. You won't come in last. I don't. I think you'll at least finish ahead of Bill. Probably. Okay, because because Smash Fair isn't enough. Bill's game, is it? I don't think Bill plays Smash. There you I go. don't think Sam has played Smash. Sam hasn't played Smash. I don't think so. Ooh, Sam, uh, I, Sam is our resident. Uh, pirate expert he's our yeah. pirate legend uh and yeah that'll Waste those mizzen masks yep so yeah i guess Scrim we should Shaw. we should probably talk about this this conference that we're at the game developers conference all right 2019 
Yeah, it's uh, a conference. I saw a butt ton of games. Ooh. Did you see a butt ton of games? Uh, I saw a butt ton of games. I'm trying <laughs> to remember off the top of my head because Lord knows I've left my notebook I have at the hotel. Mine. I don't. I can bring up some. I stuff. don't feel the need to go get it. So it'll come, it'll come to you. Um, well, that's the that's the that's the fun of the podcast. Is that yeah. it just comes to, it's just it just comes to you as you go. So like we saw some indies to start off our our show. I actually saw mostly oh, yeah. a ma- majority was indies. Yeah, I saw a lot of indie games. For indie sure. games everywhere. Like yeah. we, like we had fun with Spelunky too. Uh huh. Is feels a lot like Spelunky one point five, which mm-hmm. is not a bad thing, but because. I was getting killed by a lot of familiar stuff. I got eaten up by the ghost, and I'm just like, yeah, this does feel like Spelunky 1. He said that he intentionally held back the new stuff to not spoil surprises. Right. So I'm like, it seemed like the vertical slice he created yep. was like, here's like more Spelunky. Yeah, he, he mentioned. He didn't want to freak people out and be like, hey, it's, it's super different. He's like, no, it's more of the same, but then it's going to feel different later yeah. on. He mentioned stuff that he could not talk about. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. So I feel like that wasn't everything, and like he had to have a demo ready for, for GDC. But, but I do like, yeah. but I do like what he told me about the ghost because I told him because uh-huh. I told him about how I got eaten by the ghost, and he goes, "Oh, we I ha- I actually changed something up for Splunky too because speedrunners were taking advantage of the ghost for like high score runs." Mm-hmm. And so he goes, "Okay, so this is what I did. Now if the ghost follows you, and if he stares at you long enough, he'll split in half, and now you have two ghosts following you." Oh, which is like a super cool idea. Yeah, that's also yeah. I I talked to him. He said that he watches a Twitch all day long yeah. at the office, and it's largely speedrunners that he's paying attention to because yeah. I you know the game was really well received by the speedrunning community. Yeah, and that's, that's smart. Know your audience. Yeah, and like to watch them and to like see what they're doing and to like kind of tweak them with them just to mess with them a little. Yeah, I like that. Uh, I think it's going to be really cool. That game looks great. Uh, over a day of the devs, too, they had Rad. Rad, it looks incredible. And I think the best way for me to describe it was it felt like 3D top-down Rogue Legacy mm-hmm. in terms of, like, the mutation mechanic of as you go, like, you'll develop, like, a random mutation that will eat that will mostly benefit you, like, mm-hmm. but in a different way. Some, some Mostly it'll be stuff that you can use, like, offensively. Like, you can toss, like... You can use like one of your arms as a boomerang. You can shoot your head at guys and it'll explode and grow, you grow another head. And then there's stuff like flight, like you can fly like and reach other uh, platforms that you can normally reach. Mm-hmm. And you'll get at least three of these as you go, assuming you don't die. And if you die, you start over. It's permadeath. So I think I, I didn't get to see too much of it in terms of like, you know, level layout or whatever. But in terms of the concept, it's mm-hmm. solid. I can't yeah. wait to see more of it. Yeah, it looks really cool. Uh, they had been working on it for two years already at Double Fine, so it's always exciting to see a new Double Fine game. What was that That's story that we were hearing about Lee Petty yesterday that uh, they were talking about how uh, everyone was asking him what he was working on, and he goes, oh, yeah. He he told me, he's like, yeah, so I ha- I couldn't tell anyone what I was working on for years, and they're like, so what are you working on, Lee? He's like, oh, it's rad. <laughs> I and can't tell you, but I it's can't rad. Tell you, I can't tell you, but it's rad. <laughs> and... <laughs> And then, like, all of his friends called him yesterday, like, this week and were like, dude. <laughs> <laughs> he's been like. He was telling us the whole time. He's been telling everyone the name of the game for, like, years. And he finally got, like, that punchline finally landed this week. So. But now I'm bumped. That's pretty great. Uh, um, yeah. 
that, that highlights his uh his sense of humor yeah, and just kind of how great he is. I really can't wait to see more of that game just because uh, the humor looks to be there. It's totally eighties too. Like, mm-hmm. uh, like between like the synthesized voice, like mutation and like all the eighties lingo that they'll throw around. Like it's so much fun. Wasn't it like a post-apocalypse apocalypse? It's, it's like post post-apocalypse. Yes, yeah, the second apocalypse after the first there, one. There was a convention. <laughs> there was like a conventional nuclear like apocalypse Akira or something. Which, which is a weird thing to say. It's like a conventional apocalypse. You know, you know, run of the mill nuclear standard war. end of the world. Yeah, standard nuclear end of the war, <laughs> and then like a civilization like died out or something like uh-huh. a hundred, couple hundred years later. Like it's oh. it's 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 kind of crazy, but I I don't know too much more about the lore. We're gonna mm-hmm. hopefully find out in the next few months. Yeah, but those were the two uh, kind of highlights of the day of the devs uh, this year, and they were both great games. Yeah, and although uh, I'm so excited about Samurai Gun Two. Oh yeah, that is a fun game. It's so much fun. It's it's just Bushido Towerfall. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, it's 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 great. I played it a bunch at. Uh, the Nindies for PAX West mm-hmm. and it, it I don't know it seems simple but then when you really start playing it, you gotta really strategize and they've really upped the rock paper scissorsness of it by adding a dash button that kind of acts as a hard counter to the sword yeah so now now you have the dash that can counter the sword the sword that counters that counters you can counter the bullet with the sword. You can counter sword. the bullet with the sword. That's right, because you can hit the bullet as it comes in. Uh, the bullet, of course, counters the dash. So Between that and the level layouts, I, I, I really like where that game is going. Mm-hmm. Like, yeah. And I was, a big fan of, I was a big fan of Towerfall. I was mm-hmm. a big fan of the first Samurai, uh, samurai Gun. So yeah. I'm hoping I, we, get that, we get the full release around the summer, but he did make it sound like it might be at Evo again. So I'll get to play it soon enough again. Yeah. Are you going to enter? Could you enter a, like a pickup tournament at Evo? I hope so. That'd be awesome. <laughs> Did you notice that you like the thing I like about the game is you can play dead because as that everyone loses notice, yeah. their lives, you can just pretend that you're a corpse and wait for someone I to walk by. I love games where you can do that. Yeah, because like it takes corpses a while to like despawn. Mm-hmm. So you can totally just like play dead. <laughs> That's like JB and, and Smash. JB would totally do that. <laughs> <laughs> you always see Luigi in the corner like Mwah. Mario. I'm I must I feel like Luigi has special needs maybe. No man. He's know. just a pacifist. He's we, still planking. We like we like Luigi. We're excited for he's, Luigi's It's not that he he he's just out of touch with what is hip, but he's trying to be hip. He's trying so hard. He like he's he, like buying Ed Hardy shirts and planking. Yeah, he's like <laughs> yeah, he's like four years behind the times. Ma, at Mario, least. take a photo for my Instagram. Yeah, I'm doing it. No, he, Luigi yeah, still he, has a vine. Oh my god, <laughs> Luigi still posts vines. He's like, but I just got rid of MySpace. <laughs> yeah. Ah. He just signed up for Facebook. Friendster. He's, He's on Friendster. Friendster. Oh, man. Rip Friendster. On Friendster. I'm on the Friendster. Man. See, if we, had all just, if we had all just stuck with Friendster. Why then, did we leave? Why did we leave Friendster? Because of MySpace. Yeah. We, if we, MySpace none of this never, Facebook stuff would have ever happened. We could have just stayed at Friendster, guys. It was fine. <laughs> They weren't doing any of this stuff. Friendster was fine. That could that's that could be the episode title. Friendster was fine. We, we, need lead, we need to lead that somewhere like in a time capsule where someone will find it after our conventional <laughs> nuclear apocalypse. MySpace and, just lost a bunch of music. Probably my music. 
Yeah, uh-huh. I, yeah, I yeah, heard that's, that's a bummer. Yeah, I used to, I used to listen to a lot of music on MySpace. Yeah, yeah it too. was great for music. Yeah. It was like transformative it, for it, it, music on for like internet. indie bands and all that. Yeah, it was yep. a nice little time capsule to go back to sometimes. Just like yeah, we were the last standing profiles there. The anyone who was a musician, like they 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 nuked everyone's profiles who weren't bands. Oh, at, at some point, yeah, but they kept all the band profiles. Yeah, um, so they're starting to nuke the music. Uh, they just lost it all they lost it lost it yeah how do you just lose it uh i mean you think even i still have the file shack stuff like (laughs) oh god (laughs) yeah we took file shack offline but it's still there if we ever bring it back online like that stuff will be there oh man that the whole rigmarole around file shack jeez (laughs) to Hey, we acquired this company with a service that costs money. Let's remove the money part and make it free. What will happen? Uh, I don't know. Uh, yeah, file check, rip. Um, and yeah, Friendster. that article still gets hits, by the way. All the you'll, time, you'll still see it on it, like on the top of the time. analytics charts. It's like like file shack like, goodbye file shack yeah. <laughs> will be on the top of our real time. And I'm like, oh, mm. those poor people are reading about their file shack. Yeah, there's a theory that I bought fi- I bought Shack News specifically to find one Duke Nukem map on File Shack. It's the one place to find it, <laughs> and I have already found it <laughs> and deleted it. <laughs> uh, I found, no, I, I I love that map. It's uh, I mean, you deleted it from File Shack. You just no, put it no, in no. your own on your own server. No, no, no. It was it wasn't even there. A Shacker linked it to me, and I downloaded it. But it was called D House. Uh, this guy basically, this guy Dave made his house. And it was like a recreation of his house. And he had like a little pond in the backyard. Huh. And he made it where the pond had one of those Duke vents, right, that you could shoot through. Yeah. And you could go through the vent system up into the house. So it was like a cool thing. Like where you're either in the house fighting or you could get to this bathroom and then jump down all the way to the water. Uh, my friends modded it and added a room full of RPGs. It was like a hidden room. It's like a secret passage. Yeah, yeah. So then we started playing people online with that version of the map, and people got super pissed the day that the room was exposed. That makes sense. I was I was not one of the Cheater. ones. I didn't create the map that way. <laughs> but I discovered it. You and exploited I was like, it. I no, I discovered it, and I said, "What is this bullshit?" Because <laughs> they always had rockets. It was my friend Chris and my friend Adam. They always had rockets on that level. And I'm like, "How the fuck do you both have the rocket launcher?" And then, like, one day... Oh, can you close my laptop? Oh, yeah. Because fucking Slack. Shut the fuck... That'll be on my tombstone. Shut the fuck, fuck up, Slack. Slack. Whatever that, that fucking sound is. Boink. Oh, doink. I, I, have to, I have to mute uh, mute my notifications sometimes. <laughs> it drives me nuts. Unfortunately, the times that I mute my notifications are always when somebody's looking for someone, and I'm like, oh, crap. Yeah. No, they're like, it's, it's fine. Like, I'm still getting notified on two other devices on my person, right? My mm-hmm. fucking wrist vibrates all day long. Uh, all day yeah. long. And then this. So, yeah. You'll find me, but my laptop needs to just shut up. So, now that you're talking about the pond in the back of uh, Dave's house. Yeah. Uh, can we take a moment to appreciate Untitled Goose Game? Yes. At, at this show? Oh, because man. that... That that game's just up so much fun. Yeah, and it's there's nothing more therapeutic than being just the biggest asshole goose in the world. Yeah, and goose yeah. geese are kind of assholes. They really are. That's so what it's makes like it so the great. Per- it's a perfect thing. Like we have geese at, at the office in Canton, and they're they're like thugs. Like the the Canton geese are like 
Hood. Yeah, geese the can geese? That sounds, like a, that sounds like the name of a street gang. Canton geese, yeah. <laughs> of all They're, the birds, geese are probably the biggest dicks. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So it's like a perfect, like, it's it's a perfect uh, bird to decide to do this with. They're, they're like the little yappy dogs <laughs> of the of the bird world. No, they're they're uh, more yeah. violent. They will yeah. attack people. Yeah. They will chase you. Yeah. They're territorial. And uh, I think it's really cool to see uh, a game that's encapsulating how I felt it. about them yeah. for years. Yeah. Now, I can kind of appreciate that you can't be violent with this goose. You can't be explicitly violent. Yeah. But you just got to be like a roundabout shithead. Yeah, no. Yeah. You're, you're a messing nuisance. with a farmer. Yeah. It's like anarchist nuisance goose. Yeah. Like you get to be, you get to cause chaos. You're just like trying to take his stuff and then like you pull his keys out of his pocket and mm-hmm. you like run around with them. You turn the sprinkler on and get him wet. Like it's, it's so much fun. And trying to do all of that as fast as you can. It kind of has like a Tony Hawk element to it. Yeah. Where you want to, yeah. you know, like you remember like back in the day when you're playing like a level, you, you you'd want to hit as tape. many, but you want to hit as many as possible in one run. Right. Oh yeah. So I feel like the, Goose Game has that same kind of feeling to it. It's with a longer game loop. Uh, but no, I, t- I, I got to play it at PAX West, and I, I really enjoyed it. And I think it's it's going to be great on Switch, and it's going to just be, it's going to be a great game to watch on streams. That's Is that finally fun. coming out? It's summer, I think. It, summer? Yeah, oh. I think it got delayed. It did get delayed. That's right. It's late 2019 now. Yeah. Oh, that's a bummer. But that's gonna be a great pickup. The, you know, the, that, I was gonna say like just about a lot of the stuff I saw here at GDC. Like I, I was at West Hall uh, when when the shit closed down, and I, I ran into Black Future '88, right? And I was like, "What is your game coming out?" And he's like, "Soon." I'm like, "Okay." Yeah, but yeah, because like a we lot of soon TM. Yeah, because we we've covered a lot of these folks like twice or three times at this point. So, um, you know, game development takes time, and small yeah. studios take time. So you know. It's I, I'm never one to be like oh why why don't I have Goose Game right now you know yeah it's gonna get there when it gets there exactly and it'll be great when it does uh, it already is great so it's it was cool to see a lot of studios that are still chugging along here although it's it's gonna be nice to have the rad closed beta like in a couple weeks mm-hmm. at least so that's coming soon they they were ready for that announcement yeah. like that was very that they had been working on that for a long time so it's. It was well on its way. It's good that they took their time and actually were transparent about something. Mm-hmm. I feel Double Finds a, a, a team that really lays all their cards out, cards out on the table sometimes. Mm-hmm. I actually recently spoke to like somebody that used to work there, and they were talking about how uh, when they took Indie Fortnite public, that a lot of the devs were a little upset about that. Because it was kind of their internal thing before that. Mm-hmm. That wasn't about putting it to a public opinion. Yeah. Yeah. So uh, I think it's better. I think it's better to just sort of experiment internally mm-hmm. until you figure out what's actually going on and what's executable. Yeah. Yeah. I know we're going to have a lot of love for Nindies in a little bit. Yeah. But let's just shout out to something from Xbox. Uh, we, we love Stella, right? Yes. Oh, yeah. Stella is kind of, as I like to put it, uh, limbo with color. Mm-hmm. It's basically that same idea of yeah. just... It's a depth. Yeah. Depth is what I really like about it because... And really stunning visuals. And yes. uh, mm-hmm. a, one of the most unique cameras in a side-scrolling game I've ever seen. 
where it will pan in and out and sideways and kind of around corners a with lot the of character. Panor- a lot of panoramic and then yeah, stuff it, to take these, in. These, when you start a screen, there are these very huge settings. And then as you progress in whatever scene you're in, it gets kind of the shot gets tighter. Uh, so to many add a little tension there. Yep. Yeah, so many indie games are just static camera, same size on the screen the whole time. So I think that really is one of the things that stood out to me. And then I liked how the puzzle mechanic was like, okay, I I can't clearly I can't get up to that thing right now. I have to do something. But a lot of the time, it required you to go past something and then back to it. Yeah. It was a yeah. lot of a little uh, bit of that Metroidvania feeling to it. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Or even like. Uh, you know, completely different genre, but you know how, how Doom would work, where you're like, okay, I got through all these enemies, shit, I'm out of door, and I don't have the thing. I got to go get a key. Okay. And then you have to go all the way back. And I felt like that, but it was on a screen or two screen basis. Uh, it's really cool. And the, I think Unreal Engine 4, it's one of these, it's Skylab, right? Uh, yeah. Yeah. Skylab. Um, and they're they're also working on Halo Infinite. Nice. Which is cool. So it's like one of these studios that does a lot of contract work, doesn't have a whole lot of independent or like original IP. To yeah, see this them is at like this a is a passion like, project for them. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. And while passion projects are cool, no one gives a shit about your grandma's cookies. That's right. Oh, we'll man. get to that in a <laughs> let, we'll, we'll let you move. Well, should we get, let's get to that let, now? Let, let's talk let's talk about that story. Because <laughs> that is a great segue. I just want but before we do Stella, the other thing about it is is the puzzles work in the foreground and the background. Yes. So you have to pay attention to every single detail. It took me a minute to realize that the background was part of it too. Yeah. Yeah. I really like that a lot because there's so many times you get these fantastic looking worlds and uh-huh. you can only interact with this small little minuscule amount of it or you're trapped on this very sort of focused mm-hmm. uh treadmill yeah the, the way that you are able to go left and right and it's just the the gameplay is very seamless in those transition moments yeah and i think that that's a huge that goes a really far away i love puzzle platformers like i was all about semblance last year yeah, uh, I think that that genre is great, and there's so much that can be done still. It's just cool to see like an Unreal Engine four game in that like like you said that yeah. that that genre and that and that limbo type of uh-huh. type of thing. Yeah, but they're lucky. It's not just a passion project. Yeah, it's good love because no one gives a shit about your grandma's. No, cookies. no one gives a shit about your grandma's cookies. No one gives a shit. About your grandma's cookies, and that's what I learned this GDC. That's what I learned at GDC. That was, yes. the, that was the high order bit of of GDC. If I had like sum it into sum it up into one sentence, yeah, it's that. It is absolutely that. So we actually had kind of a unique opportunity, I think, mm-hmm. uh, that no one really, no one else at GDC. I don't, I don't think anyone really took advantage of other than us. Mm-hmm. Uh, Counter Strike. One of the biggest, most competitive electronic sports games out there right now. Mm-hmm. Uh, we had a chance to talk with, with one of the co-founders. Yeah, Min Lee. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And l- let me tell you, this guy has some serious insight into competitive gaming, into game design, especially for FPS games. And modding. Yeah. You know, he, he, he has a... Uh, clear track record of being a tremendous modder of half-life mm-hmm. uh and the, yeah he 
what I thought was really cool about the interview was that he was super open with us about the struggles he's had and yeah. not just the successes. And a lot of times when you talk to people who are doing retrospectives, they, they talk about a lot of the good stuff, but I think there's like some point after you're done working that you're willing to talk more critically yeah. about he, your failures. And he just sat down and yeah. went into it. Yeah. We didn't really, we didn't really like, pro, you know, we didn't prompt him, him at anything. all. Yeah. He sat down and he's like, we're like, what was the, when was the last, what was like, when was the last time you were at GDC? He's like, oh, it was 10 years ago and it, the project failed. We're like, oh, we're like, what? wait a second, wait a second, reverse. Yeah. <laughs> like it's PR. Is like, what are you doing? <laughs> like trying to jump on a live grenade. <laughs> but uh, it was funny. Later on, we were talking about how. So, yeah, I yeah. asked him. Uh, I asked him about sort of does you know compassion like the fact that people put a lot of heart and effort into the game mm-hmm. as a small team does that make any sort of difference basically and how games are perceived and or and and the example i gave him was like you know grandma makes you cookies with love or whatever you can taste the love in the cookies and he's like no one gives a shit about your grandma's cookies which is basically like you have to make a good game yeah. Yeah. You have to, it, it really doesn't matter how passionate you are. At the end of the day, if your game isn't good, no one's going to give a shit about it. And that it. was like kind of about community building, too. Yeah. He's like, you're not going to build a community unless your game's good. Yeah. You know? So it was, yeah. it was a very that, deep moment. I, I really hate to kick these guys while they're probably still down. But when you say that, the first game that comes to mind is, uh, shoot, uh, what was Cliffy B's game? Lawbreakers. Oh, oh. yeah. Ozzy, I've already poured hand sanitizer out for Lawbreakers. <laughs> <laughs> so I can't do it again. Lawbreakers <laughs> is something that comes across as like a huge passion project, but you know, it just the community wasn't there. The game wasn't. It's not that the game was particularly bad, but it was just like such middle of the road that it was so unremarkable. If it, launched, if it launched in August of that year on Switch. I knew you were going to say that. I knew what, you were going to say if what it had launched th- on Switch. What do you think? I think it finds a bigger audience on Switch because there, there because at the time there were no shooters. Yeah, because Switch doesn't have a game like that. If it was, you, it was free to play. No, if it launched on Switch as free to play. No, as the twenty five dollar version. Yeah, as the like, twenty five dollar market. Um, I, I don't know about forty five dollar mark, maybe thirty dollar mark. I think like thirty or twenty five. They launched Switch. it exclusively on Switch. No, free no, to no. Play this, it would have done good. I think. I don't think free to play was the answer. They 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 were originally remember yeah. when he announced the deal with Nexon, he said it was going to be free to play, and then he backtracked that. Yeah, yeah, he should have stuck with that. They would have been ahead of free the to curve. play, and it was too late. Yeah, if they had gone free to play with Overwatch style gameplay on the Switch exclusively, yeah, and it was and anyone could download it. That's they would have been first to the deal. market, and I think they could have maybe survived. The other problem I saw with it was. Couldn't tell the difference between the law and the breakers. Yeah, it's true. Nope, they were pretty much the same thing. And that's that's the crux of the issue with that game. I think is if if it had like more of a a soul, it would have. I I think there would have been uh, there would have been an audience for it. Also, it was just really poor timing. Uh, PUBG was on fire at the time. Like, how much did Cliffy? How out front was Cliffy B for that game too? Mm-hmm. Well, 
I mean, as far yeah, as... Yeah, like, he, he, he was like, all about, like, here's my lawbreaker's grandma's cookies. And, like, yeah. I, we, yeah. we are, we're down in rally and we're making our cookies. And uh-huh. this is my friend who... Love? Jazz Jackrabbit and, like, all that good stuff. Please and, don't hate uh, me for bringing all this up, Cliffy B. <laughs> nah. No. Um, no. But it's true. That's that's the game I think of when I think of... Uh, no one, no one gives a shit. You think about Cliffy B is like listening to this? You think Cliffy B? Gives I wasn't gonna a shit say about that either. I'm trying try not to insult Cliffy B, but I'm also not trying to insult Asif either. <laughs> oh. I'm not insulted by either of it, yeah. I, and I, I don't think Cliff is either. I think Cliff understands where we're coming from. He knows we're, it's not what, from we're saying that he was passionate about yeah. his game, yeah, but like unfortunately, passion just wasn't enough. And I he think actually just it, yeah. launched a Broadway show. Now there's something there's something uh-huh. you can get passionate about, you know. So you I was did. I was kind of excited to see that. Did you see his Twitter rant about wanting to open like a karaoke topless bar? Yeah, a strip club ter- karaoke place. Yeah. yeah, I would go see Lawbreakers the musical. Lawbreakers the musical. <laughs> oh God. We are the law. We are the breakers. <laughs> pow pow. Oh no, we're all floating around and you've got everyone on harnesses and they fly above the audience. Because <laughs> that's the kind of shit that... Verticality. Yeah, exactly. Yes. Verticality. Okay, it was all about See, verticality. that's how you combine two of your passions together. <laughs> Even though you are a law and I am a breaker, I love you. As we float here shooting at each other, I want to take you and no other. Even though you are a breaker and I'm law. Oh my god, it's like a Romeo Juliet story. Yes, exactly. Yes. Oh my god. It's this West Side story. Dude, Lawbreakers just should have been a musical. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I think we could pitch them. We, we can salvage this. You don't need, need to make that the title of this episode. Lawbreakers the musical. <laughs> Lawbreakers the musical is now the new hit. The new, the new. Friendster yes. was fine too, though. Lawbreakers Friendster was fine at. Oh, my, oh man, fun. we got a lot of good titles for yeah. these. Yeah, these are yeah. T-shirt slogans. Well, you know what? We take this to the people. We let them vote on the title of this episode. Yeah. yeah okay. That. You know what? We'll do that. I'll tweet it out, and I'll I'll have them vote. <laughs> no context. That's the important thing. They're not gonna have any context in this whatsoever. <laughs> <laughs> the musical. Friendster was fine. I'm not even gonna put banana in this poll. Because <laughs> we need a winner. Yeah, there must be a winner. It can't be Banana. We're not going to name our episode Banana. I won't allow it. Banana is not a dictatorship. Not like a, not like Lola. And Lola her is totally a dictatorship. But she, you know what? Since her win, uh-huh. we had an all-time high literally the month after she won the election in monthly unique visitors. And then she ended the year with an all-time high in monthly unique visitors. So. Yeah. She did pretty great in the six months that she was in charge. Yeah, yeah. that's so I'm fair like, to say. If Shaq News has to be a like have a beneficent dictator, benevolent dictator. Yeah, like she's she's an okay one. She's okay. Yeah, I'm, I'm gonna be okay with that. Okay, but I miss her. So should we just get to the Nindies now that no one gives a shit about our grandma's cookies? Yeah, now that we've established no yeah, one that we cookies. And honestly, go watch that whole interview because we talk about every aspect of first-person shooters. Yeah. Uh, the advent of matchmaking, the advent of online multiplayer, battle royale, 
You know? It's really yeah. It, it's a it's like a brief history mm-hmm. of FPS evolution, really. With him, yeah, and his his takes on it because he was there for it. And, and what what he feels makes in good esport as well. Yeah, yeah. His yeah. his thought on electronic sports. If if you want to try and make the next big esport or battle royale, you should probably re- listen to that interview for real. Because yep. there is some great insight. Yeah, I think he's. It's cool to see someone that has that kind of uh, honesty. Yeah, and uh, experience. Like, not uh-huh. a lot of people have been around and done as much as he's done. Sorry, I'm just putting together this poll nice. for the Shackcast live here. Yeah, we'll, right. we'll 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 talk about our Nindies experience. Yeah, so what bit. Nindies? But, but, let, but let's Katana Zero. Which what, what do you I want do to want talk? I do want to talk about Katana Zero, but Oof. I want to, but first I want to talk about take a minute to talk about the sh- the one game we wanted to try that wasn't there. Yeah, oh, it's of Hyrule. Kids oh, Hyrule. Oh not at the show. Oh my Dang. god. Boo, boo, Nindies. <laughs> it did me dirty, Eddie. Uh, I was so excited about how that. Do you ha- oh, you know it's going to be at PAX East too now. Son it of really bitch. is. Uh, and Borderlands Three. Why they do this to and, me? Now, it's not going to be there. Borderlands Three is just going to be like, and we're doing Borderlands Three, and yeah, here's a picture, trailer. a trailer. Yeah, it's not going to be playable. I guarantee but, you know, it won't be playable. It's going to be out the, fall 2020. That's what they rate. did. But with Borderlands 2, they had a they had a hands-off demo uh-huh. at PAX East when they announced it. Mm-hmm. So it could be something like that. That's probably what it is. Look, all I know is I have a Borderlands tattoo. I'm not going. I'm pretty bummed. Why don't you go? Do you want to go? <laughs> no. You don't want to go. Uh, <laughs> you see? You don't. Deep bummed. down, you're yeah, bummed I, that you're not going, but you don't want to go. I'm bummed I, I'm not going specifically because Border, Borderlands 3. I will call but, your bluff on that next year, but not this year. Right? On, on going to PAX East. If you, can, if you can send me to PAX East, I'll go. But not yeah. this year. Yeah. You not know what? If year. it was this weekend, no, I'd you're probably... going somewhere else. <laughs> yeah. We yeah. actually have a lot of folks going on international travels coming up. That's, that's going to be exciting. We can't really talk deal. about where they're going, but it just shows you how big of a deal Shack News is becoming. That's yep. so true. Yeah. Yes. Um, and yeah, that's just a testament to all of our our busting our asses and, and walking oh. around and you know, like we're tired today. We're tired. We're wet because it's raining. Yep. Our feet hurt. Mm-hmm. Guys, we miss our pets and we want to go home. Yeah, I haven't seen my Tamagotchi in over a week. Yeah. Yeah. And I really miss him. Yeah, Bucky supposedly got put in timeout at uh, PetSmart because <laughs> he, sna- he snapped at a dog who was, who was pissing him off. Dog should wa- other dogs should watch where he's going. Yeah, no kidding. Yeah. Hey, he's trying to give you a hint not to... Not to yeah. keep sticking around them. Like, a you know, dog, get away. Really? A dog growling on another dog? That's, like, pretty natural. Yeah. I don't know. They said not a big deal because it's his first offense. But <laughs> oh, we'll, damn. We'll, we'll see what hap- We'll see what happens. Because he's back at PetSmart today, and we'll, we'll see what... We'll see what message I get. Did you like leave him with the so. warden from Cool Hand Luke or something? <laughs> <laughs> you gotta make your dog eat a bunch of hard boiled eggs. <laughs> I'm gonna make it one day long. Boom. Oz is still putting together the poll. I it's hard. Yeah. Hashtags. But Hashtags. That, that cadence of high roll. And also, you know, yes. autocorrect is like you mean Shackness? Still? Yeah. Like, I I think I have to turn off autocorrect. But then well, I've been saying that forever because autocorrect is starting to correct shit that's grammatically correct already. Like where I'm just like, like writing something out and then it'll like autocorrect to a different word. I'm like, 
But that's not even like a typo. What the hell? Yeah. Can't you uh, put things into I think I have to add it to its dictionary. Yeah. So I have to go in there, and they keep changing where that is. I put in my vote for Lawbreakers the Musical. Okay. (laughs) (laughs) It's going to be a democracy here. Uh, I'm curious which way Lola will vote. Uh, I think Lawbreakers the Musical is probably better. Yeah, but Friendster was fine. Friendster was fine. Like really, like, I, look at what Facebook has done to us. I think my <laughs> I think my one solace for Cadence of Hyrule is that it's out in April, so we're gonna have it in a few weeks anyway. But oh my god! But the thing is, since it's out in April, you think they would have it here? Do you think it's like because they knew it was an instant buy? Probably. <laughs> They're like, screw you guys. You're just gonna buy it anyway. <laughs> Now the funny thing is, I sucked at Crypt at Crypto the Necrodancer. Yeah, if, if I, it's, I was not very good at it. If it's but coming I feel out like because it's Zelda music, I'm gonna have like the spirit of the hero of time, and I'll be yeah. able to win. Yeah. Best trailer of the year so far, maybe. Best trailer, definitely. I was like, this is so great. I've seen some good trailers this year. I can't think of any off the top of my head, but Mario Maker's was good. You can play as Zelda. In this game, yeah, you, Link and Zelda are both playable. Yeah, uh-huh. very rarely do you get to play as Zelda. I'm always excited when, yeah, when there's yeah. a Link game. What was it, the Phantom Train one or something? Spirit Tracks. Spirit, Spirit Tracks. Tracks. You got to play as Zelda, right? Yep. Yeah, mm-hmm. and then uh, what? What was the other one? They're just kind of going ham with Zelda. Yeah, they are. Like, let's let's be honest. Like, they're like Breath of the Wild. They're like, pounding their chests. Uh-huh. You know, they're like, we already have all these people into the game now because of Breath of the Wild. Well, sell them other games. Well, there's new leadership all over the place at Nintendo these yeah. days. It's 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 an interesting time at the company. Yeah, and they, I've seen devs pointing out all week that Nintendo used to be very stingy about giving their licenses out for anybody to use. Mm-hmm. Like this is the first time that, like they I've, just they just gave one of their AAA franchises to just like an American, just like yeah. a random indie. Like it's so crazy. Mm-hmm. I think it's. Uh, I think they're starting to understand that there's a new way to make games. But to embrace indies like that is so fucking great. Yeah. And you talk to them about indies, and like they're all just extremely positive things being said about how Nintendo helps them as as independent developers to reach out with your IP yeah. and be like, here's a partnership. That's just great, and it speaks really well for the future of Switch. Now I want to see the fast racing Neo guys get an F Zero game. Yeah, right? <laughs> right. Give them the F Zero title. What would oh man, that's uh that's a good question. What would your fantasy license be like? Oh yeah, let's remember that for Shack for uh, Shack Chat next next week. So like your fantasy indie Nintendo licensed game? Yeah, if, like like Brittany's gonna come to us with a qu- <laughs> with what's our question on Monday and you know, there you go. So <laughs> give the persona guys the Super Mario RPG license. Oh my god. That'd be great. Oh, <laughs> That'd be the greatest game ever. God, I love Super Mario. Give Arc RPG. Systems the Smash license. Um, does Nintendo have any other fighting games? No. Any other fighting games? Not that I know of. They had Killer Instinct for a hot second. They did, but now it's back with Microsoft. Who's that? Suddenly they're all nice again. Yeah, maybe Killer Cuphead Instinct is coming back, coming to Switch. Cuphead is coming to Switch. I w- I looked to see if we had Cuphead on any of our. Uh, Best game that should be on Switch. I don't think it was, but I, I that would have been that would have been cool if it was. I had given the history of this show. Yeah, 
I have to have said at some point that I wanted Cuphead on Switch. Given that most of what I talk about are what I want on Switch. Yeah, or if and, a thing will be on Switch And or if not. you had said that at the time, I would have said, it's an Xbox property, Ossip. It's not going to happen. And but, now it's happening. Oh, my God. <laughs> yeah. The exclusive license is up. Yeah. Well, it's also Microsoft is remembering that they're a software company. Yeah. And they one time would make software for Nintendo hardware. So it's not like they didn't have this relationship. They're right down the street from each other. It makes sense when the hot product is Switch to get your software on that product. It was really crazy to hear in the middle of a Nintendo Direct, thanks to our friends at Microsoft. Yeah. That is so crazy to hear that. That's great. I think that bodes really well for the future and that relationship. I think that that one of these companies that's working on cloud-based computing is going to attach themselves to Switch because Switch is the perfect terminal for yeah. cloud computing in games. So you think? Do you think that uh, Microsoft is going to get away from consoles now? Yes, I think oh. they're. I think they're going to keep making Xbox, but they're going to have PC that's going to be more robust with Xbox Game Pass. And then they're going to have this xCloud thing, which is going to try to be platform agnostic. And if they put Game Pass on Switch and it's powered by xCloud, that would be like a killer product for that yeah. that product, for a killer service for Switch. And they could figure out a revenue split that would make that work. There are still a lot of Xbox games coming out that I would love to see on Switch, like the new Ori. I'd uh -huh. love to see the new Ori on Switch. And I think, uh, like, I, like I said, it would have to be xCloud because you can't play Forza on a Switch. Do you right. think maybe Cuphead is them dipping a toe for, for future endeavors like that? Kind of. Minecraft maybe start was. With indie? Minecraft was, yeah. Minecraft was the first Microsoft Switch thing. So they've got toe number two. Yeah, this is the second time they've the done it. And they're doing it with it. like a cool property. Yeah. And one that's perfect for Switch. Yeah. You know, right. so like, I think that's great. Okay, next up, Master Chief Collection. Yeah, oh, I'm saying man. like... If I can play X Cloud, Reach. Yeah, like xCloud-based online games, I think is like out there. Yeah. I, that Like everyone's leaving this show talking about the cloud. I am wondering <laughs> what's... I am... We've been talking about this for like the last couple of days, but like I... I wonder if this means that we're getting a Microsoft character in Smash. Yes. Yeah, we've been we've been sort of hypothesizing. Yep. Yeah, I think we have to. I think it might be Banjo and Kazooie because they set that tone with Joker that everything, every character announcement going forward has to break the internet. So the last Nintendo guy was Piranha Plant, really? I think so. That's just, uh, so silly. Unless it's so blow, unless it's like super blow away, which I can't. I can't think of a character that would. They, they've really, with the assist trophies, they've covered basically every part. Just about everyone. It's insane. Like, some of the most obscure games are assist trophies. I want more spirits, because I think I've almost caught them all. Really? Yeah, I've got like 1,200 and something. I think I've almost got all of them. That's insane. What? All the spirits in Smash Ultimate. Okay. The little collectible things. Huh. I have caught almost every one of them. I've crafted all of them. All the craftable ones, uh -huh. done. <laughs> so you're still playing world of light on like a harder uh, difficulty spirit, spirit board 
spirit board okay yeah that's right yep. so you continue over there with your yep with your spirits that is that meta is interesting yes and it's fun and it's single player and it's pretty you know people complain about the grind yeah. of having to unlock characters and i'm like eh, it actually adds to the value when it comes to world of light and the spirits yeah because they're actually different challenges on different levels different powers being used different buffs and nerfs being thrown at you yeah. somebody was pointing out that there aren't any spirits from final fantasy which i hope they fix that soon i hope they add some there aren't are there there are no spirits Ooh. from fi- any of the final fantasy games That's basically probably... the only final fantasy presence is just cloud that's it no sephiroth no nothing man that's weak um i think marcus phoenix marcus phoenix is one uh awesome said banjo earlier and that's yeah. a yeah. really that's a really that's good but that's that's rare so i think they're gonna go microsoft studios I think, with it i don't know i th- i like the idea of a nintendo rare reunion yeah, like kind of that would be like this one little signal, and then we get like a banjo game that comes out on Switch and Xbox. Could you imagine if they gave Donkey Kong Country back to Rare? Yes, I would love it. <laughs> Oz's face right now. I know you guys can't see it, I was but just man, like, yes, his his face is like a eureka moment. <laughs> oh, dude, I, I I wrote an article saying I wish Sea of Thieves was a Donkey Kong game. <laughs> <laughs> I, that would have been the greatest Donkey Kong game ever. Right? You were ahead of your time when you wrote that because I remember at that time people were just like, "What are you talking about?" But <laughs> no, you were ahead. You were ahead of everybody. You were ahead of the curve. No, I think that these two companies can work together. I I, I feel like there are these massive companies in entertainment now, like Facebook and Apple and mm-hmm. Google. They're all worth like. 800 billion or like 500 billion dollars and then there's like the video game companies and they're all like 30 billion or 20 billion or 50 billion you know then there's like microsoft which is a gaming company it's 850 billion you know it's like huge like i always wondered why these companies didn't just buy all the ip you know and i feel like that's still gonna happen maybe one day but right now hollywood's still the old older business you know the stock much harder to yeah i think no i i really feel like the new media is video games though and the revenue the growth of revenue has shifted towards video games as entertainment instead of tv and movies and and music yeah but there's i i think there's always going to be a need for passive entertainment there's always going to be a need for music that you can play in the background or a TV show you can just sit and watch when you're tired. But then why Stadia? Oh, yeah, we haven't Ooh. talked about Stadia yet, have we? <laughs> I was kind of hinting about it. Why Stadia? Why, why Google? Stadia? And why don't you tell me the price? And why don't you tell these devs in your audience how they're going to make money? Or the YouTube creators? You know what? Just Google it. No one knows. <laughs> No one That's knows. what they're going to tell you. They're going to go like, it's, it's well, a, gee, if only there was somewhere you could search for information. It's just driving traffic to Google. That's what they're doing. No, they're not. They're just trying to they're, up their page rank on their own page. You know what I was wondering? I did wonder that. Can Google juice search results for Stadia? I'm sure they could. They wanted it's their to. algorithm. They could do it. Would it be ethical, though? <laughs> Can they? Do they? Is it with yeah, like they're worried about being ethical, right? Uh, right. I'm curious. They all those, well, they sold because I was AI like, companies. our Stadia articles are doing very well. 
people are interested in Stadia. But then again, our SEO is really great. So, you know, SEO has a lot to do with Google. Google loves Google. <laughs> Google, Google loves Google. Ooh, I Google's wonder. Like, I maybe, we should have waited. maybe we should have waited until the end of the show before he put that poll up. <laughs> Google, Google loves, loves Google. Google. Lawbreakers and Musical is winning, by the way. It is? That's good. <laughs> Only four votes in, but it's still winning. That's good. I should still. write it. I'll write Lawbreakers the Musical. <laughs> oh, this yeah. i like once. I, I think we got a hit on our hands here. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I'm man. I'm just going to take some liberties with it. Who has the license? It's Cliffy B. Is it, does Cliffy still have a license? I guess. I don't know. Is it Nexon or Cliff? I have no idea. Blue. What was it? Bosky? Cliffy Bubba, Cliffy Bossy. Bobby, <laughs> Cliffy Babby. But even the, the thing about Pax East you had mentioned, yes, um, Duke. They they showed a picture of Duke Nukem. It's but he's in. It's it was in it's Bullet Storm. What do you think? It's just going to be Bullet Storm on Switch. That's what I, I think. think. That sounds like. I think it might even be Borderlands on Switch. I think it might be a mislead that the Handsome Jack collection is coming to Switch. It's not Borderlands Three. Oh man, are people going to be pissed if that happens? People are going to boo at that if that's the case. That I, I don't know if they'll boo as hard as uh, Diablo on mobile ending BlizzCon, but they'll boo yeah. pretty loud. Don't you guys have switches? I do. <laughs> I would be. I'd be. <laughs> no, yeah, I'd be. Happy. What else we have? That game already. Yeah, I have. Don't that. you guys have Borderlands already? <laughs> I have it on both consoles. It looks like I have it I have tattooed it on, on my body. I have the fucking. I have a claptrap and a Vault Hunter symbol tattooed on my forearm. Yeah. Um. Yeah. I like. I. I just like the imagery of it. But. Yeah. Uh, yeah I like Borderlands, the the game a lot. It was the first game that really got me to play, socially. Yeah. You know, I didn't really play online. I played through the first one by myself when I reviewed it. I didn't really even do any team combat or anything like that. But you know how they keep saying like, "Oh, we're gonna tease this game now, or we're gonna tease this game now." Yep. They keep teasing games. What if it's just one game? Border no. Storm with Duke Nukem? No, Project no. 1v1. Okay, we we figured one of these was going to be Project 1v1. Right? Yeah. That second tease looked like Project 1v1. I think Project 1v1 is... It, it could be their Smash Brothers. Like all the gearbox IP thrown into a blender, and you can pick them, and there's emotes and all that good stuff. Oh man, everyone's gonna be calling dibs on Duke, right? There'll be Duke. There'll be, you know, Jack. Like there'll be all sorts yeah, of good characters. Jack. Yeah. Uh, yeah, like everyone from Borderlands. Mm-hmm. Uh, aliens. Oh God, who's the asshole that's gonna kick, that's gonna pick? Are they allowed up? to use apples? <laughs> Are they allowed to use aliens? Maybe. I don't, know. I, I don't know who has the aliens license right now. Last Sega had Sega. it last, didn't they? Yeah. Okay. They just came out with that. Uh, but you know, game. Smash Brothers worked with so many different IP. So I think if Gearbox did that in Project One V One, it could be kind of fun. Yeah, it didn't isn't that something you told them to do? That's literally what I told them to do at PAX West. So well, let's see if they did it. If they did that, they're also Project One V One could be cool. They're definitely also coming out with some sort of Borderlands card game. Yeah card games are where it's at i think project 1v1 might be that game a card game there was a card mechanic and how you controlled your powers hmm. in that game okay see card mechanics don't always work well for a game for no 
in other games. Cause they're not but like, it was all about buffs. It was all just like what you the, were buffing. The photo yeah. looked like a real deck of cards, though. If it's like a physical game, that's cool. Yeah, yeah. there might be a physical game coming out based off Borderlands. I, who knows what they're doing? I There's don't. a lot of speculation. But you know what? I just uh, I'm gonna hop back to Nindies. Yeah, yes. let's go back to Nindies. Uh, I saw Stranger Things three, the video game. Right? Yeah. <laughs> Cue arpeggio and drum machine. Yep. That people mistake for full music. <laughs> They're like, oh my god, it's so good. It's like literally just like hit play on an 808 and then sync up arpeggiator. Done. That's the whole soundtrack to Stranger Things. Uh-huh. Just in a, in a fucking afternoon. Just leave it recording. <laughs> The whole show? <laughs> nah, I mean just I'm, the theme. I'm over exaggerating. You're talking about yeah. the theme song? Yeah, but I'm okay. it's hyperbole. Okay. Uh, <laughs> uh, it's cool. This game is cool. It's isometric brawler. Yeah, it reminds me a lot of a few old school arcade games, including the Michael Jackson Moonwalker one. <laughs> uh-huh. uh, I did kind of get that vibe. Yeah, yeah. Uh, it also reminded me, I can't remember it. I think it was called Attack of the Robots or something like that. But you were on a space station rescuing hostages and shooting robots. It was not ringing a bell. It was, it was, there were a lot of arcade games that sort of had a very similar setup, right? But it's two-player uh, or single-player, and you take on the role of different characters from Stranger Things. Uh, it's tied to the third season but it's not gonna have the you're gonna see things and do things that aren't actually in the thir- third did the season. third season get did it just yeah come they out? just revealed no, the a, trailer it, it it's coming trailer. out july 4th same day as the game okay yeah. okay yeah i saw i saw some kind of synergy there it was feel, like the trailer for yeah, the show they, they released the trailer for a season three like about an hour before they re- revealed the trailer for the game <laughs> so there's all kinds of synergy there. I'm yeah. pretty sure I saw Sean Astin there which is kind of sad because he died in Stranger Things too hey spoiler but, alert yeah <laughs> oh man I hadn't seen that yet oh you just ruined that for oh me. no oh no you totally spoiled that for it me it was beyond it's been haven't it's been like over two years since it's come out right Something you know like how that. many millions of hours of content there are on the internet? Okay, well, you'll forget that I spoiled it for you. By and the yet time you're you still going to go it. watch The Office again. Yeah. 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 What about that Office? If you won't watch, uh, what was Parks and Rec? Probably. You're definitely not going to. I need to finish Sunny. I need to catch up on Sunny. I'm not caught up on Sunny. Okay, Eye of the Tiger, that shit. Yeah, right? That's yeah. like my next thing to really focus on. But so, so talking about like 80s VCR effects, that's a good segue to Katana Zero. Yes, which is a, <laughs> it's such a cool little, little idea. It's like a two, like a two D top uh, Hotline Miami type of game where uh-huh. it's just like ultra violent. You're trying to like decapitate a bunch of like bodyguards and all that stuff, and trying to you're a hitman basically. But you're a hitman who's like on medication. The or dragon. Yeah, like <laughs> you have to go see your doctor every morning. Yeah, then, you have, it's like a therapist almost. Yeah. There's a weird conversation mechanic where like they're trying to talk to you, but like you see a meter like filling up on uh-huh. the bottom, and your and your instinct is to hit it, but if you hit the meter, you're cutting off the other person. You're being rude. Yeah, you're you're being a <laughs> jerk. So I don't know what that's supposed to lead to, and like the game's promising like some sort of big twist at the end. So I'm kind of looking forward to it. But in terms of the gameplay, it's basically Hotline Miami, where it's like mm-hmm. you're killing everybody in gory fashion. One hit kills you. 
and it's really t- it's and it's old school pixelated like t- type that's a lot of sprites and there's like it's like different scenes that you have yeah. to be and basically if you die oh. you get to watch your playthrough oh, oh this is what makes it awesome because they they establish that your character is a badass because he doesn't die he is visualizing how he is going to complete the level yeah and if you die then it's like no i'm not going to do it that way i'm going to do it this way instead so basically he's just planning out the whole thing he's not actually playing through it yes. until you succeed that's right interesting yeah every time he fails he's playing through it in his mind yeah like why he failed and why he's going to try something else instead so yeah. he doesn't he never actually fails and then it's always like yeah that worked yeah so, or yeah that. yeah and then they and then they replay the whole thing again yeah nice it's really that's unique it's fun, yeah. and I think uh, the dash mechanic is really cool. There's a slowdown mechanic. Uh, I had to figure out the slowdown mechanic because uh, uh, I kept getting zapped by the lasers. <laughs> yep. Yeah, there's that part where there's like five lasers, and it's really you have to slow like, down and dash. This? Yeah. That. Yeah. There's shoulder buttons you have to press while you're you're playing it, and it's 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 cool though. I I think Celeste did a really great job with the dash <laughs> mechanic, and I think a lot of other platformers. And like adventure games that are side scrolling are kind of borrowing from that. Yeah. The the I really want to learn more about that character because he comes across as such a sociopath. Like I don't think he's supposed to be somebody you're rooting for. Necessarily. Yeah, like you're necess- <laughs> you might be the bad guy. Yeah, because like because <laughs> like at the end of that first uh, first level that I played, I played at the end of the hotel. He gets back home and he's seen like a news report of like everyone that died, and he's like, oh yeah, the receptionist I got away got killed, and he's just like, yep, turns click. And just goes to bed. And I'm like, okay, I don't think this is a good person I'm playing. <laughs> this is not a good guy. No. Mm. He's he's weird. And the game's kind of weird. But I, I like the the dialogue. Yes. Uh, that mechanic. You could choose to be a dick and you can choose not to. And it just what that creates from a whole dialogue tree standpoint. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, that's such an interesting design decision. Because it's just like. It's like reflex, like you, like you gotta do it fast, which is kind of weird for like a dialogue tree. Mm-hmm. Wait, I want, I definitely want to see more of that. That's coming soon, right? I think that's like next month. I I don't know. I'm not sure. I'm not you sure can read the preview. That's probably gonna be on shacknews.com. Yeah, it'll probably be up. There's also an interview up for it. Yes. Yeah, and then I played. Uh, that's why Greg's not here because he's in the video mines. That's right. Forever. Uh, I I played a game that was also kind of like Hotline Miami at the Nindies called uh, Blood Roots. Yes. And this game is... Uh, just an update real quick. It's 50-50 right now. Friendster was fine and Lawbreakers the Musical. Ah, uh, dang. I could eight go with either in. one. Eight votes reporting in. <laughs> <laughs> sorry, sorry to interrupt, but Blood Roots. Uh, yeah, it, it's, it's a little more cartoonish looking. Uh-huh. But basically, anything that you can pick up, you can use as a weapon. So, carrots, fish, rubber ducks, ladders, vases. It's like Breath of the Wild. I guess so. Except you eat some of that stuff in Breath of the Wild. Well, (laughs) I thought you were going to say, like, you eat a bunch of that stuff in this game. No. uh, No, no. Literally, carrots are weapons in this game. You just go from area to area, taking out all the enemies in order to advance. But you find all sorts of creative... you sort of can see the like patterns to how levels mm-hmm. can play out if as you die and have to go back and do them again. 
Like, okay, I'm going to, like, grab this, hit that guy with it, run over here, kick a barrel so that it'll roll over these two people there, then throw this vase at this guy who will double back onto this, then grab that ladder, and it, you can spin the ladder around mm-hmm. like a helicopter attack. Uh, you get between, like, one and maybe three attacks with each weapon. There's more traditional weapons, too, like swords and axes. Uh, they have these uh, chain chomp sort of weapons Nice that you can use. And the last kill in every area, it gets a cinematic execution with whatever you're using to kill them. With whatever you're using? Yeah. All right. You can stab them with a carrot. Yeah, yeah. So it it'll be different. And unique for whatever weapon you're using. It's pretty cool. That's awesome. Yeah. Uh, So what's the main character? He's like a lumberjack-looking dude, right? Yeah, he's a lumberjack-looking dude. I don't know if he's going around killing himself over and over again or something like that. It's a weird game. It starts the start off the demo. You're just sitting there with a fire going on. Somebody comes up and, like, chops you. And then you wake up sitting there. Uh, and it's morning and the fire's out and you go to kill this guy and it just sort of you go and you sneak up on the dude and you chop him and then the same thing happens you wake up yeah. in the forest like on the with the fire out yeah I just saw I just saw the trailer for that and it's like that is an angry looking lumberjack guy yeah he's a lumberjack he's okay <laughs> <laughs> he sleeps all night he works all day Oh, I got to see a, a game that you guys are familiar with. I saw Swim Sanity. Yeah, I was yeah. going to so ask you fun. about that. The PvE and the PvP are both awesome. The, yeah. the, I like that it's an underwater game, but basically it doesn't have like all these restricting underwater physics. You're just, no. it's, it's so much freedom of movement there. And it's, Yeah, it's not like the Mario levels. Yeah, and yeah. <laughs> the weaponry is a lot of fun. And the animation looks really, really, not not adorable, but like it, it looks... Cute. It's cartoonish. It's cartoonish. I, I appreciate yeah. the cartooniness of it. Like the, the cartoon sharks that are chasing after you and all that. The really big shark, like the attacks that you do. Like yeah. Special oh, yeah. Attacks. You yes. can turn into different yeah. uh, creatures sometimes. Oh, I, the piranha. Yeah. The problem with the shark is that it kills you too. As I found out myself when yeah. I was doing the PvP, I called him <laughs> like, okay, go in shark. Like, no, don't kill me. <laughs> Just Come straight yeah, you have to like straight communicate with your team when you're going to call in the shark. It's Smash Bros meets Little Mermaid. <laughs> I love it. <laughs> it's, it's really good, yeah. and it's the perfect game for Switch. Yeah, the PvE is really interesting, the way that uh, everybody has to work together and like coordinate when they use their ultimates and, when, uh, and how they have to hopefully revive each other if somebody dies because you can revive each other at a checkpoint so mm-hmm. what's great about this game also is we saw them at id at xbox originally yeah uh, at, at pax west last year and since then they've also been picked up by nin by for nintendo switch yeah so i'm hope yeah i don't know i don't think they've jumped ship but it just they're gonna be on no both they're consoles. on multiple platforms yeah and i think that's the best thing you can do to succeed yeah. i think this will do really well on switch yeah Man. I, I talked to the dev about uh, on Epic Online Services. Uh, by the way, hey, Epic Online Services. Eh? Huh? What uh-huh. about that? Yeah. Epic making the Fortnite crossplay engine, that whole platform, available to every dev for free. That's amazing. What yeah. a time to be alive. Yeah. This is a great moment in crossplay history. 
Because every every Indy's going to want that. History. This is one of those moments that's, we will look back. Another name for the show. Great moment in crossplay history. Great moments in crossplay history. Every indie that knows what they're doing is going to want to get get in on that. Yeah, because it's now like okay, Epic's like here, make a better Fortnite. So does that mean you can, guys, you do it now? <laughs> we didn't even think this was going to happen. We weren't planning this. They weren't thinking that Fortnite was going to become this. It's like we well, we spent all this money to make this cross this crossplay thing happen. Well, if we hemorrhage all this money, then let's try to make some of it back. Go, go ahead and start selling it. Yeah. And then yeah, there's the Epic Game Store with all of their announcements this week. Their it's, exclusives, Quantum the 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 Quantum Dream uh, Quantic Dream games coming to a uh, PC. Yeah, that's huge. That is really huge. Metro Exodus on PC. Yeah. I think that's a huge a whole new audience that would buy that game. Yeah, did, did I never thought I'd see Heavy Rain or Detroit uh get off of playstation 4 mm-hmm. which i thought those would be playstation exclusives forever but yeah. uh-huh. i guess uh, not so much anymore the thing is is those games are great for a number of reasons but they don't appeal to a mass audience i feel because uh, they, they do never really hear too much about detroit or, or uh god what was the i don't know i think it was well received when it came out, it was like critically acclaimed. Yeah. You know, it's Bill like a, it. it's yeah. like a game, it's like a game critics game in a lot of ways. You know, it has a lot. It's of not. You, you that, just, it's not Call of Duty because we're we're story snobs. Bro, it ain't no Madden dog. It's not Madden. It doesn't. <laughs> it's it not and the NBA Two K. It ain't Jump Kicker Five. I was reading like the Kick Jump. I was reading their Super Data or NPD recently, and like NBA Two K continues to astound us, and I'm like. Why? It's just like the game. It's like the game everyone buys. Huh. And there's like a few games every year that like there's just a market of a billion dollars for. You know, it's like FIFA, like and uh, Madden and NBA 2K. NBA 2K continues to amaze me because it has the balls to sell microtransactions for a sixty dollar game. It here. Okay, I'd be fine with it. If I could take my career character yeah. across years. But you can't, can you? No. And that's why it's a Ponzi scheme. Yeah. That shit's evil. Yeah. I will only play my character from NBA 2K13. Because <laughs> I put I put money in in that year. This was, I think, the year before. So, yeah, it was, that the, year was the year before. Th- that, it was the year that you bought Shaq News, right? Or the year yeah, that you were, the year yeah. I bought Shaq News. It was the year before LeBron came back to Cleveland. Yeah. Uh, and I was I had created a player. His name was Earl Divix. He was on the Utah Jazz. Asif has had the same NBA 2K character for as long as he's owned Shaq News. Yeah, <laughs> because of exactly what you're talking about. I was like, fuck that. I'm not going to pay okay. every year to get my yeah. 2K points to get my player to be good. Because, yeah, yeah, otherwise you could grind forever. Who has time for that? Yeah. See, give me the option to make my character badass, right? Okay, I'll pay you for that. And I'm not but saying... I'm not going to pay you every year for that. And I'm not saying that sort of thing is only bullshit for NBA 2K. Because there's a bunch of $60 games that sell microtransactions. Yeah. Like, but it's especially bullshit in NBA 2K. Because I think they try to sell you like progression type of stuff too, don't they? That's exactly what I'm saying. They sell you the points that you can how, use to progress your character. That's foul, man. How, what were we talking about? originally i totally forgot oh man how did like, we get how did we, we get, get here to nba 2k i don't I know it, uh, the road we're, to gdc 
We were Somehow. talking about uh, crossplay and oh, epic crossplay code. Uh, there you go. Do you think uh, you think Unity's gonna have to figure something out now? Um, no, I actually was talking to people who have an engine that works with Unity called Spatial OS, and it's another cloud-based multiplayer thing that oh. helps people do stuff like that. They support that. a one-thousand-person battle royale game. So there's a game that supports 1,000 people simultaneously powered by Spatial OS. I don't want to play that. I, I don't want to play I don't, don't want to play Tetris 999. I don't know if I can beat 999 people. Welcome right? to Tetris 1000. <laughs> this is even more Tetris. <laughs> you, you thought you had a lot of Tetris at 100? Well, we... In Just Soviet Russia, we have Tetris 999. <laughs> oh, jeez. You will hear this song for 30 minutes. <laughs> in that Soviet Russia, intense, right? Tetris really 99 you. So do, you. do you play with the sound on at home? Yes, absolutely. You have to, right? Te- the music's part of the experience. Yeah, right? I sang... I sang a song about Ozzy killing well, it at Tetris. While he was yeah, yeah. I was. I. I think I that's watched, why he won. You could tell I watched some of the the world Tetris uh, broadcasts, right? Because I'm like, he's Tetris ready. Boom, Tetris yeah. ready. Yeah, well, being Tetris ready is important yeah, in life sh- in general. Yeah, you must sh- always be ready to Tetris. Shout out to James Chen, the voice of Street Fighter and Tetris. Yeah, it's a. Oh my Ding god! Dong. It's probably Ding turned dong. down service. It's probably turned down service. Hold time. on, I'll be you right back. You better go. You better go take care of that. The maidly duties. Yep. So, let's just uh, let's get back to the nindies. Yes. Uh, the, what it was? We, we, we just we just left on we just left off on swim sanity. Swim sanity. You know there was a game that we looked at briefly. <laughs> oh god! Hope I was hoping somebody had had their alarm set to that. Uh, I think that was really about just about everything we saw. I, uh, I, my friend Pedro was there, which yes, that is the, the I I'm getting it on Switch for sure. Yeah, that's the game. That is the game I'm, that I'm going to play the crap out of. Yep. Uh, uh, Creature in the Well is a lot of fun. That's the blend of uh, top-down action with pinball mechanics. Really. And the idea is you're trying to make your way through a dungeon, and the only way to open the doors is to build up like enough of an electric charge and you build up an electric charge by hitting a bunch of pinball bumpers but you got to be your reflexes have to be fast because balls are flying fast and they can come back and hit you so you, you got to be uh, you got to be quick with it and you use twin swords pipes you have a variety of weapons and then at the end of each floor or each dungeon or whatever you face the creature in the well and it attacks you in like different ways each time i'm trying to remember how the creature attacked me i think it tried to set up some some sorts of like laser traps or whatever but it's the pinball is really cool it's it's a specially creative uh idea for a game of this type and i want to see where they go with it especially with the weapon variety and apparently there are cosmetic capes i didn't see any cosmetic capes but there is an entire area in the pause menu for capes so i want to <laughs> i want to I see what i can make my dude look like uh do you play james brown That'd be awesome. <laughs> he is a very—he was a cape aficionado for sure. I did play one other game at oh. Nindy's. Mm-hmm. It was called Darkwood. Do you remember oh, that? Oh yeah, that was the horror so, one, right? Yeah. I'm just gonna—I'm gonna nitpick here just a little bit. Uh-huh. Uh huh. Maybe we should say some nice things about the game first, though. Oh. <laughs> Do you have anything nice to say about the game, Austin? Awesome. Uh, oh, that you played. <laughs> moving on. 
right. I mean, no, I it was on Steam first. Yeah, and I played it. I didn't realize I had played it before. And then it's on Switch now. Yeah. Well, you did say every game needs to be on Switch. Yeah, it's, so it's another game that's on Switch. I don't know. It wasn't it's, bad. It's like Cthulhu Don't Starve. Yeah. Yeah, it's, it's very, very dark. dark. Which, Jinx. Which is, <laughs> which is fine and all, but I'm. But there's already a good Don't Starve out there. It's yeah, you know, don't there's starve. a lot of, I think, better... I don't, I don't know. I don't want to see know. Well, the, here's the thing. Here's but the it thing was, about it was this. A game. I played yeah, it. it's it's just not our type of. It's not right. our cup of tea. I got there kind of late. I had to leave early, so I didn't really get my yeah. whole my whole Nindy's experience. I had to go to the to do a EverQuest interview. Yeah. Uh, for two hours. Yeah. That was, that was sh- shout outs to EverQuest because that's going, doing its thing. Yeah. For 20, Twenty years of EverQuest. Yeah. That's just amazing. Oh, it's, it's. I played way more EverQuest than I did WoW. You guys. That game yeah. was a that game. Rev- there wouldn't be WoW without EverQuest. You know what I mean? I, and I love that yeah. they know who their audience is now. Like they, yeah. they're they're just like, yeah, we're not, we're not worried about like appealing to nostalgia because that's kind of our thing now. Cause, yeah. Because their audience is what it is. Yeah, and it was Is funny during slogan? the interview. <laughs> during the interview, like I was like, you know how you you've been around for like twenty years. And I'm like, yeah, you know, I know that feel. <laughs> oh, <geez. laughs> Running the shack news. No, uh, this was funny because I was talking to one of their writers, uh, Holly, and she was saying, like, talking about designing games for people who just want to go. Yeah, and don't give a shit about the text. Yeah, but also people who care about the text, yeah. and like how that I I could relate on such a primal level because I want people to click on links and read articles, not just react to headlines. And she's like, "Yeah, you know, the people who hit A to skip aren't reading, so you don't have to write for them." And I was like, "That's pretty awesome." The people who who uh, hit A to skip are probably playing Katana Zero and trying to skip yeah. as fast as possible. <laughs> They're dicks. <laughs> They're labeled as dicks in that game. Um, it's funny. Same. I, I was playing another game. It wasn't at Nindy's, uh, but when you were talking about the dialogue uh, system, it was called Night Call. Yeah. Uh, you're like a French Oh, our, 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 yes. compi- our competing cab games? That's yeah. right. Uh, I am French cabby. They were. They told me that I was too nice while I was playing the demo. <laughs> oh jeez! Like you should be more of a dick. I'm like, oh okay. Come and on, what is this Mickey Mouse bullshit? You'll be not, this, You're uh, too nice to them. You should be mean. And I was like, well, you're like, I can't be mean. Uh, here, let me get let me get Greg over here. Yeah, no, like the demo was like, <laughs> no, the demo was like this. Fed has you. Apparently, there's a, a serial killer in Paris. And you have been attacked by the ser- serial killer, but he did not kill you. You made it out alive. Yeah, barely. Yeah. And then the feds are like, you're going to help us find him. And that's it. And like, you could have been like, a, you could have been a dick to this lady or you could just say nothing. I chose to say nothing. And they're like, you need to you be have more. Nothing nice to say. Don't say anything. Yeah, you know what I mean. I'm like, I'm not gonna talk to this Fed. Yeah, there were like options to like be like, hey, yo, whoa, or something, and then or it'd be like, fuck off, bitch. Yeah, like there was like they there were several dialogue options where I could call her a bitch, and I chose not to, because it's not me. Exactly, I, I wouldn't use that word. <laughs> but you're a so, French cabbie in Paris. I guess I need to imagine 
France and in Paris and being a cavy, and I just couldn't at that it, moment. It's an interesting game because it's cool though because there's like three mechanics. Like you have yeah. to like manage your money. There's like gas, and then there's time. Uh, I think that's a really cool way to do it. And there's like a map of Paris. They like recreated it very well. You have to choose your fares too. Yeah, you have to pick your fares up and. I was I was kind of blown away, and then Ozzy, we're doing dueling cab games. So. Yeah, I played uh, Neo Cab in <laughs> Indies, and uh, that's basically a game set in the future where every single car out there is like the Ubers and the Lyfts, like they're almost all out of business because everything is self driving now. Yeah, everything's automated. One giant monolithic corporation. Think about Google. It's it's as like corner of the market on like automated cars. So you're the one like Lyft type driver yeah. left. Because basically you got to make a living. And uh, somewhere in the middle of like your first night, like, you know, your best friend goes missing and you're like, you're starting to, you know, you got to find out what's happening with them. But the crux of the game is you're just a driver. You're having conversations with people in the back. It's kind of like a taxi cab confessions type of thing without all the sex. But yeah. <laughs> yeah. That's similar to the night call is similar. Call. Yeah. But he, the main goals are you got to keep your rating above 4.7 or you get fired much like in IRL uh you got to manage your money you got to manage your uh your fuel because of course you got to keep your car charged and you have a little thing on your wrist that monitors your emotions so <laughs> both positive and negative so like if you're feeling stressed if you're feeling anxious for whatever reason you got to know when to take a break and when to gather yourself but is it a right time to take a break like you got to keep asking yourself these types of questions <laughs> it's like an apple watch yeah so <laughs> The idea of your monitoring your emotions and your mental health being a being an actual mechanic that's really cool, and yeah. I really appreciated that about the game. That is awesome. Uh, yeah, these sound like different games. I think there's room for both of them. Very much so. Um, but I, I will say that one of my my one scenario in Neocab that I really liked was the cabbie picked up these two these two uh, foreign guys, these two German guys, and they were so convinced that the driver was a robot, and she keeps going no i'm a person and he goes now they make really convincing like humanoid robots and you have to spend the entire conversation trying to convince them that you're a person and i wasn't able to do it like they left me a, they left me fi a five-star rating and they go wow this is a really convincing looking robot I'm like oh my god you assholes <laughs> that's so mean yeah oh you're like the last human driver though right pretty much you're, you're like the last human lift driver, i like basically. the commentary but, of that yes because they're basically equating it well, what the developer was saying was it's sort of like being a gun owner today where it's like, yeah, you can do it, but why would you do it? Like, you mm -hmm. know, why would you put yourself in that kind of danger? So that cars are an interesting metaphor to be. Yeah. Like drawing from that. Yeah. Interesting. Mm -hmm. So yeah, dueling cab games, both looking kind of cool and, uh, in different ways. Yeah. Yeah. yeah Nightcall had that similar mechanic that we saw in Katana zero where, the faster you responded, like there were there were timed responses that if you didn't do it, the person talking to you would just do something else. Yeah. And yeah, it was just it was funny to watch that. And then I did there was this like a jaboofer, right? Yeah. Who, who got, <laughs> oh God, who that, got that, into that uh, term that we coined today. I, I It's been coined for years. Yeah. I've been I've been using this word since the 1990s, Ozzy. <laughs> then why was uh, Brittany bringing it up today? Because I just said it in general. And people, oh. every time I say it in general, people are, in Slack, people are like, "What's a jaboofer?" And I'm like, 
I'm like, it's a it's a jaboofer. It's, if you it's, gotta ask, it's probably you. It's like a, <laughs> oh. it's like a jabroni. It's like when a jabroni acts like a douche. There you go then. All right. <laughs> right. Add that to Urban Dictionary. Anyone can add anything to that. Yeah, you know what I mean? Do that. I think that's that's what how I would describe it. Okay. Urban Dictionary um, that shit. But yeah, so I pick up this jaboofer in night call, right? Uh-huh. And he's like, Yeah, take me to the airport. And he doesn't have any luggage. So the guy's like, Yeah, I'm gonna go pick up some chicks. He's like, I go after the moms. I'm like oh. I'm like, dude, like you're kind of a dick. You know, I was like, I actually, I did call him out there. Uh, and he was like, you're not that good of a driver. And it smells like shit back here. It was just, it was interesting. <laughs> it, it was definitely a fun interaction. But I, I don't know. I think I'm into this whole cab guy simulator yeah. genre that has popped up. S- same. And and I, <laughs> I would like to see somebody take like, go a little bit of the next step with the dialogue options. Uh-huh. Like think of like what we saw with the cab games and what we saw with Katana Zero. I want there to be like dialogue options where like you get penalized if you answer too fast. Yeah. And if you take too long, they're like, hey, what the hell? Like, you know, the way you're like, penalized. Did you hear me? Yeah. The way you're penalized in Night Call is the tip. Okay. You can, if you're, if you talk to them the right way, you get the best tip possible. If you're like, if, when I called out that dick, like I was like, screw you. Yeah. He didn't give me any money. He didn't give me a tip. Mm-hmm. Two stars. Rude. We can also no, just but say like nothing. I don't have a, a yeah. You could also just say nothing, mm-hmm. uh, and then maybe the old telltale route. <laughs> the good old yeah. yeah. Choose nothing. Yeah, and I think that was that was part of the game too, because uh, yeah, they'll just keep talking otherwise. Uh, but yeah, I, I think that's gonna be. I want to see more games with that kind of mechanic. Yeah, we need more cab driver simulators. Yeah, give me. What we need is Crazy Taxi. I was thinking Crazy Taxi when I when I saw Neo Cab. I'm like, wow, this is indie. This is indie Crazy Taxi, except with none of the crazy. Yeah, or what it's was just the Car- map. Wasn't Carmageddon <laughs> another one where you were like a taxi driver? I thought that was a- more like the Militian Derby type of thing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Though you're right. What we, was we, the one where you were a taxi driver? It was like a. I think I know what you're talking about, though. It was an old PC game. Ooh, I think I do know what you're talking about, but I can't remember. Let's see. Oh, Austin's going to try and look it up now. Yeah, PC game, cab driver. If Sega's listening, can we get another crazy taxi? Please. Yeah. Well, yeah, we're yeah, at yeah, it. Yeah, can yeah, we yeah. get another monkey ball? <laughs> I want my crazy taxi. Monkey first. ball it's, and crazy taxi. It's been longer since we've had a crazy like taxi. Like a monkey, like an option to play as Super Monkey Ball. Quarantine? That must be it. 1994. Mm-hmm. You know the offspring's not doing anything. Yep. It was sure a racing slash first-person right? shooter. Yep, you got it. Quarantine, quarantine. Asif nails it. But yeah, I, I really did like uh, Night Call. That was another indie that I played. I played some great indies this week. Atomic yeah. Crops. Atomic Crops. That game is freaking awesome. It's Animal Crossing. And Total Carnage or Smash TV. That's right. You were, that was it's at the same together. appointment. Yeah. That looks amazing. That's another Raw Fury game right there, along mm-hmm. with Night Call. Raw Fury crushing it. Yeah, for sure. There's yeah. a lot of there's a lot of really cool stuff coming out of there. Yeah. Have you played you haven't played Kingdoms yet, have you? No. You would really like that game, I think. Mm-hmm. Super indie. And it's two player now. Yeah. The other, uh, thinking about that dialogue thing again, uh, mm-hmm. that actually did remind me a little bit of uh, Jenny LeClue Detective Vu that yes. I played on Monday. 
And that's a cool that's a cool little like story based game where the idea is you're playing the latest story in like a long line of like a children's detective detective story where like you're like you're like this little girl and you're like trying to solve a mystery and like it's been like tw- her 20th book in the series or whatever but you're also playing as the author and the author gets a note from like the publisher going yeah your books are no good anymore they're not selling it's all cliched crap like you know you either need to change up the formula or that's it like your deal's over and suddenly the the author's backed up against the wall and he's like well i'm gonna give them something i'm gonna introduce murder so now suddenly there's like actual murder going on like this little kid's book and it's like okay (laughs) and and uh I want to see more of where the where the dialogue options go because supposedly you can search people's like mannerisms or you can search like what they have on them to like look for clues like as they're talking like it's sort of what, what Square is doing with Life is Strange right now. Okay. But I want to I want to see where they go with that a little further. But I'm definitely interested in seeing where this game goes. I didn't get a, a very long demo with it, but what I saw of it is very creative. I just thought of another indie that I saw this week. You know, to keep, stay on theme, right? Sojourn. Ooh. This first-person puzzle game um, that was on Xbox One, and it's really cool. Uh, you use this teleport mechanic based on statues. There's a light world, dark world mechanic, and the dark world is based on a timer. And it's not a actual clock. It's based on how many steps you take. So it's this really cool... So kind of like super hot a little bit? Kind of, but no. Like, it, super hot's like a... Yeah, it's a shooter. Like, they, like yeah. they move when you move. Yeah, that's what, the world moves when you move. This, the, this is just, you're not freezing time. You're just able to access things in the dark world, like bridges that don't exist in the light world. Yeah. You have to teleport yourself to the bridge with enough time to cross it. With enough steps to cross it. Uh, so it creates this really interesting gameplay loop. And uh, it was super fun. It looks really cool. Uh, there's... Yeah, I, I, there was like a, a harp that you could like you could trigger. And then the harp would enable something else t- to occur. And you had to like balance the harp, the statue, and your teleport and your steps all at once. Uh, so it, the the puzzles get really complex, uh, which I yeah. think is really cool. Yeah, you were doing like I watched you play for a little bit, and yeah, it was really nuanced. By the time you got to like those last few rooms, uh huh. And uh, no, if it, it, you, de- I think a puzzle game, you have to feel stupid when you play a puzzle game, and you have to feel like a sense of accomplishment, like that's worth the time. And this game definitely did that for me. You need it, those aha moments to yeah. like gratify you. Uh-huh. And I think that uh puzzle games need to be very good for picking up and playing and just putting down, you oh, know, which I think this would lend to perfectly. Yeah. Uh, uh I while we were at the ID at Xbox, I mm-hmm. saw Void Bastards. Uh-huh. Which I really dug a lot. It's it's got some light RPG mechanics. Uh you have to uh, some light survival mechanics as well mm-hmm. but basically you're just a human sent out to find parts to fix your engine back on the base uh but you have to salvage from other ships to do that and uh you have a you have a randomly generated map 
of ships that you can hyperspace jump to. Uh, but you need fuel and food in order to hyperspace. If you jump without food, you lose a bunch of health. Uh, and uh, I don't think you can even move if you don't have fuel. Mm -hmm. So you'll go on these ships. You'll find those resources. You'll find other things that you can use to build, to craft unique weapons or armor for yourself. Uh, the, there's a remote... You There's a... Like, one weapon is like a little robot kitty cat that you put on the floor, and it rolls towards your enemies and then explodes. Uh, just, you know, sort of standard shotguns, <laughs> electrical guns, uh, a bunch of different cool weapons you can make. Uh, and it's all done. It looked kind of like, I don't know if you ever played 13. It was a cell shaded first person shooter that came out for the Xbox and PlayStation two, I believe originally. I want to say it was a Suda. Well, it wasn't a Suda game, but it was no. like one of those. So no, Suda like, like, made a cell shaded game though. I think that's Killer Seven though. Ah, that's what I'm like. I mixed up for. Yeah. Yeah. I don't. I feel like I should have played Thirteen. It's just my birthday, but I don't yeah. think I did. Nah, it's uh, not a lot of people remember it, but it was X I I I like Roman numeral. 13. Oh, that's why. Yeah. The crappy SEO. <laughs> yeah. Can't uh, find those Roman numerals, man. No one searches for it. It was based off of, well, it was based off of a graphic novel of the same name. So that's why it was done in cell shading originally. Oh, uh, okay. Yeah, but this is, this is a little more solid. It, it's, it's, yeah, just my kind of art style. Mm -hmm. It really struck a chord with me. You don't, you, you have a time, an oxygen timer on a lot of these ships, so you can't spend too much time on them. You usually have a quick map. You'll want to avoid enemies if you do have to fight then you're going to want to make sure that you have the right weapon to take out the opponents. Uh, luckily, it tells you what kind of creatures you you can expect to see on the ship before you go in, so you can kind of plan accordingly. Get in, get what you need, get out, and jump to the next one. And as you go up the map, it's easier, and as you go down the map, it gets harder and harder. Uh, so I like that you can kind of come in, do like maybe five minutes of gameplay if you want to, and then hop right back out and get going. Uh, mm-hmm. That was cool. Uh, After Party was awesome. After Party was another game that they were showing there. Yeah, I know. You, you got to play these games, and I was kind of... Jelly? Uh, yeah. After Party, uh, I mean... There's a really big Cleveland Browns dig in there, isn't there? Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I heard about this. So they're on notice now. Oh, no. <laughs> After Party. Six out of ten. Would not check these <laughs> uh -huh. again. Uh, still give me their review. All right, fair enough. Uh, but but it's it's a funny little game. It's made by the people that made Oxen Free. But it's like yeah. you and a, it's like two friends have died and gone to hell. They want to get out. In order to do that, they have to win a drinking contest against the devil. And it's basically like demons and people live pretty much in harmony. Like it's just their day job to torture people. So uh -huh. they'll people will get tortured all day. Then they'll just go hang out and party and drink all night. Uh, so you, you get, you, you, you get there right at like that's break some, time. That's an optimistic sense of hell. Yeah. It's an interesting, <laughs> it's an interesting take on it. It's a little ambivalent almost. Yeah. Uh, so you, uh, you come right as the bell rings for the end of the workday. Mm -hmm. So you don't get to meet your personal torture demon yet. Uh, so your taxi driver takes you to a local bar. 
to hang out, and that's where you get. That's where you learn that after it's just all about getting drunk, apparently. <laughs> Mm-hmm. So you get to pick from four different drinks that all sort of give you different uh, uh, dialogue choices. Okay. But the concept is is shit talking is really respected in it. So like if you're drunk, if your meter's full, you'll have a, a your shit talking might be better if you choose that option. Uh, okay. You play a game of beer pong to get access to a VIP party, and you're drunk, so it's the line to throw the beer pong ball is like all over the place. Uh, the person before me won the beer pong tournament and they were able to, and that's how they got into it. I lost the beer pong tournament, but they respected my shit talking so much that I got an invite to the birthday party upstairs. Nice. (laughs) Yeah. So, you know, there's just different outcomes like that too, where there's different ways to complete a task. Interesting. Yeah. But then, yeah, but then, you know, they talked about how hell is hell. And uh, just how like trying, the trying to Browns... think of an NBA analogy here. Uh, this would be like if LeBron James got the invite for winning the game, but Delonte West got the invite for talking all the shit. Oh, yeah. <laughs> You'd appreciate that one. <laughs> oh man, Delonte, poor guy. But, yeah, but then where might... is Delonte West? I have no right? idea. <laughs> I, I, I hope he's okay. Isn't he with LeBron's mom? No. <laughs> and then. No, there's like another dude now. Wait, there's another dude banging LeBron's mom? Yeah, no, not Whoa. banging. They're Whoa. like, they're hey, hey now. Whoa, <laughs> they're they're. Uh, <laughs> I I don't know if they're married, but they're like. Someone married LeBron's mom? Yeah, I think maybe. Dang. Like they're they're like. Uh, hey, Mrs. Mazel, James. Mazel tov. Mrs. James is a very pretty lady. And Delonte West is. It's a sad story. <laughs> oh, oh, his. His whole story is sad. Yeah. Because, uh, you know, he had bipolar issues. and Yeah. That that team. Oh, geez. Yeah, <laughs> I'll, I'll, I'll drink to that. <laughs> team. Poor team. Artisan, artesian water. Yeah. Yeah, who makes artesian water? <laughs> I don't know. Do you need a glass, Ozzy? Uh, I, might, I might get one. Yeah. Let me, but in the meantime, I get to talk. I'll probably make a quick note about it. Split Gate Arena Warfare, which I got yes. to see earlier this week. That's the one where it's uh, Halo meets Portal. And it's look like it's, it looks like it's come along a lot more since uh, TwitchCon uh-huh. in the terms of they've been adding more features to it. They've added a lot of custom game features, which includes double speed, big head mode, uh, high jump, and uh, lower gravity, all these sorts of things. And the interesting thing that I didn't even think about until he mentioned this was because you can take all these custom games online with all these custom rule sets and because it can house however many players, they've had to up their optimization game by a lot. So in terms of like online connectivity and all that good stuff, it's as optimized as it's going to get, which is a very positive sign for them going forward. But as far as it plays, it plays really much like a old school classic arena shooter. Because I yeah. know they like to compare themselves to Halo, but it feels more like old school Quake mm-hmm. in a lot of ways. I think because Halo borrowed a lot from Quake. Yeah. The, the the things that Halo removed from Quake was how health regenerates. You know, like yeah, that that was something we talked about with uh, with men with men that uh, it, it went from pickups for health towards hiding for health right and now god battle royale basically is a celebration of camping 
Yeah. Uh, and it's just been, it, it's, it's such. He it, nailed it. You know That's what I mean? Not wrong. And it's like, we're, uh, it's it's really weird to see that evolution. And it's nice to see games that go back to that. There's a proper path for each level. Yeah, I think that's ultimately why I haven't gotten into Battle Royale. Is because there's so much camping involved. You're not a filthy camper. I'm, you just I'm, you can spend not. an entire and, game just like you happen to land in the right yeah. circle and you mm-hmm. just sit there and wait. Yeah, and like and then I you could, just get killed when you're like top five. Yeah, and I I could camp, but that's really boring, and I don't want to do that. Yeah, yeah, I agree. The, At least with Tetris, I'm playing the whole time. <laughs> precisely. That's why Tetris is the best battle royale. But uh, it is Tetris ninety nine. Come at us, bros. It's but, like that picture. I like you know that picture yeah. is like when you win Tetris ninety nine, when you win Apex, when yeah. you win Fortnite, when you win PUBG. The other interesting <laughs> thing about the custom game modifiers is there's one where you can remove the map boundaries, so you can go anywhere. Mm-hmm. You can even go like underneath the map, and they're, <laughs> they're just like, yeah, we know developers like don't like to like show this stuff because like you know it kind of looks a little broken, but you know, we don't want to restrict our players. We want them to go wherever the hell they want. So they can go underneath they the map. They can go underneath the map. They can go like, like to like textures that are like on the edge of the screen that you're not supposed to go to. <laughs> <laughs> and you can yes. still snipe someone from afar, which is awesome. That's ridiculous. That is totally ridiculous. <laughs> what about uh? And then Dead End Job was also at the Xbox. Dead End Job, yes. I That's played great. The, 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 the nice the little mix. Yeah, the ghost busting game. Yeah, that it, makes you feel good. It's it does. like. A top-down game, kind of like Binding of Isaac, but... It's it got Luigi's some, Mansion yeah. mechanics in it. Yep. Yeah, Binding of Isaac meets Luigi's Mansion, I think, is a really apt description. Yeah. That way that you level up by... Uh, you level up with, like, these menial job positions, which is like you get to be an unpaid intern. Like, that's kind of cool. Yeah, but you get, like, a different ex- uh, level bonus each time. You pick from three different ones. And it's always, like, blue-collar jargon, which is awesome. Yeah. <laughs> It's yep. really fun. It's like it's cute and funny and cartoonish and just uh just yeah, you just you you shoot the ghosts, once they're dizzy, you vacuum them up. Once you've filled up the whole thing, you level up. You can also yeah. break stuff to find yep. yeah. there's like money. And there's some toe jam and girl like, mechanics yeah, too cuz yeah, you don't know what you don't know what the power-ups do. Yep. Yeah. Yeah, yeah so. I I I stayed away from the ambiguous ones. I tried I, them all. And they usually did something cool. Mm-hmm. Or, yeah, I'd, nothing really messed me up too much. I think one. I feel like one I lost, like, you kind of lose control. Yeah. You know, like, just makes you opposite like controls. Yeah. There was, like, an opposite control one, I think. Yeah. I didn't take the sick day one because I don't take sick days. Unless I do. But. Yeah. <laughs> I was like, dude. Except for the day. Except for, the except days for that like, do. yeah. I never do that. Ago. Except when I do. <laughs> Yeah, that was a good. One. Yeah, there's a. It was. It's great seeing so many good indie games these last. That's few why years. I love GDC. Like yep. GDC is fun because like there's a lot of really good indies that we wouldn't see any other time of year. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And I hope that they find homes in their various places. Yeah. Then you know, publishing deals and whatnot, because yeah. a lot of that yeah. is what's done here. We saw, and then we saw Bloodlines too. Uh-huh. That well, ended up being a big reveal. Yeah, Vampire the Masquerade, like. Just like diving, it's been years. So I used to, I used to date a goth chick. So uh, <laughs> in high school, mm. which meant, yeah. So you used to masquerade around Oakland, not Oakland. as a vampire. Yeah, <laughs> uh, 
Ah, oh, precious memories. The things you do when you're young. But, like, uh, you know, it's based off the tabletop game that's been around. It's the sequel mm-hmm. to the cult classic. Uh, this is one. So this story basically is you're just some dude hanging out at a park when a bunch of vampires show up and turn everyone in the park into vampires, which is against vampire law. So you're brought before a council. And they're trying to get information out of you. It's pretty much a council of the heads of all the different vampire clans in Seattle, I Washington. Warlocks too. Warlocks. Or I, thought, I thought it was a. Yeah. No, no, like all those people, like they're, they're e- all vampires. The, the in, in that tribunal. Yeah. Yeah, those were all heads oh, just of different, different like, clans. Yeah, because okay. there's several vampire clans, and each one has a different ability. Didn't they all or, die? Yeah, all the heads of this clan get killed in the fire. Right in the beginning, and you escape, and you're just like, uh, you're not affiliated with any clan yet. Mm -hmm. So you only get one, well, you get like the basic vampire stuff of you can hear and see things that people can't. Uh, You can run faster, quicker, and climb stuff, you know, superhuman strength Mm -hmm. and uh, speed, sight, vision, just everything's heightened. So you escape. Uh, you get one special ability, though. You can, like, turn into fog. You can turn into bats. Or you can telekine- You can get telekinesis to move things with your mind. Ooh. And whichever one you pick will sort of determine what paths you can get through in different areas of the game. Mm-hmm. Uh, this time around, uh, with the combat... They're trying to focus more on your powers than on melee ability or the ability to shoot somebody. Because you're a freaking vampire. What yeah, do you, you need they a want you to be it? a vampire. Yeah. Yeah, it seemed like sucking people's blood was yeah. more of the focus. I want to be a vampire. Yeah. I don't want to be a dude. But if you kill yeah. people, if you vampire suck... Vampire with a gun. <laughs> if you suck too much blood, you kill the person. You, you lose, lose your humanity. humanity. Yeah. 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 So you can become like more. A yeah, more you can choose to vampire. just feed versus murder, mm-hmm. and I think that's an interesting mechanic. Yeah, yeah. Uh, you can also you can. There's like an eagle vision sort of ability that lets you see what kind of blood people have, which is usually based off of an emotion. So, if red, if they've got a red marker on them, then it's like toward it will go towards building up your rage. Green, I think, gives you some other buff. Yellow is full of cholesterol. Yeah. (laughs) But you really got to have to, really got to watch out for that as a vampire. Uh, Dialogue is branching or it's uh, multiple choice. Uh Uh-huh. Yeah. Uh, It's looking interesting. Uh, It's already selling very well. Yeah. People are excited about it. Uh, I mean, it's a cult classic. I mean, people have been asking for it. It's one of those games that people were asking for a new one, but no one ever actually expected to get one. So that's pretty yeah. cool. Basically, I think what happened is Direwolf. Uh, is, is, no, no, Direwolf is something else. I'm sorry. Uh, Paradox is the is publishing this now, but basically, I think what happened was CCP had the rights to make a Vampire of the Masquerade MMORPG called The Lost World, I believe, or The Hidden World. Mm-hmm. Uh, and that got canned and the IP got moved around. And I think that this sort of rose from the ashes of a lot of the failed plans mm. for the MMORPG. 
based off of the game, which would also be fantastic, by the yeah. way. An MMORPG based off of Vampire the Masquerade mm-hmm. yeah. would be awesome. We really don't have enough Vampire MMOs yeah. or Vampire anything lately. Yeah, I think I think there was that hot moment, and yeah. then it disappeared again, and now vampires are going to come back. Yeah, because the 90s are coming yeah. back now, and vampires were... The 90s are a thing now? It's slowly happening. Oh, my 90s God. 90s nostalgia is happening. It's yeah, That's why Shaq News is back. Toe and Earl was like a big hint at that, too. Oh, my God. You're so right. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> my God. It's Scary Sugar Shack all over again. Maybe it's time to change the name. We're going back to Sugar Shack. No, well, no. Somebody I, already know, told the cops what no, was going on. I told you we're pivoting to influencer. You guys. All right. So Elon Musk retweeted me. I'm famous now. All right. Yeah. 1.38 million views for a video about him putting a supercharger in Kazakhstan. Tashi's power converters in Kazakhstan. Man, do they they want that free electricity? It's powered by the who, sun. Who doesn't want free electricity? Right. Right, yeah. so uh, I hope that happens. If you, if you can get Borat free electricity, do it. Yeah. You have no idea how many gifts I got of Borat. <laughs> no, I believe it like, because that's such hacky crap that I fully buy a Twitter would send that to you. Oh my god, so many Borat replies. My wife, <laughs> the dancing that's one, such hacky garbage. The dancing that's been one over ten years. The high five. I like. Yeah, it's, it's like people in 2010 that were still doing Austin Powers impressions. Like, come on! What, what's this wrong is like, with doing? This is like Michael Scott with the "What's Austin up?" <laughs> impersonations, baby. What's up? Yeah. What's up? Do I make you horny? Yeah, groovy. That's, That's basically always, my mention. See, That's I thought always I was, funny. See, I thought I wasn't going to rant since Greg wasn't here, but now you got me going. <laughs> That's been my mentions for the past week. Oh, God. And then there's this whole group of people that are like copy pasting this message from the Kazakhstani government. Where it's like, we are willing to give you land and, and tax abatements to put your church here. <laughs> it's like hundreds of people really want this. You thing. should really like be like, oh, you should start replying to those and like be like, okay, we're <laughs> give me that, give me some money. And it's also funny because people reply to me like I'm Elon Musk, <laughs> and I'm like, thank you, my children. <laughs> yeah, like, you're such a great man. I'm like, you're adding me. So thank you. <laughs> I haven't cool. replied to any of them, but I, I, it's it's been crazy. Is this it? Have you peaked already on? No, Twitter? dude. Nah. I, I don't think so. I think I'm Totes influencer now. <laughs> you, like, you've been a it, meme. This isn't the. You've gone viral several times. Yeah, you know, I've, I, I've I'm an animated GIF, and then I have the Oculus Connect with my hands up in the air asking yeah. a question. Uh, oh, and then you got Cliffy B to say that uh, Lawbreakers was the Dark Souls of first person shooters. Yeah, and that got, got tra- a lot of traction. That that was a thing that we did. Uh, yeah, I so. really gotta stop kicking lawbreakers when it's when it's down. It's so mean to me. I didn't even score it that bad either. I gave it a seven. Yeah, no. I didn't think it was bad. No, Cliff retweeted our review. Yeah. He was happy with it. I'm the Cliffy. You've been shut down. <laughs> Everybody out now. <laughs> oh man. Oh man. What and are we gonna scene. do? How do we pay our rent? It's yeah, it's every musical ever. Oh man, it Let's is it. That, you, that, that and that brings our podcast full circle. Okay, so yeah, yeah. Um, I do want to shout out one other indie game because actually, yeah, several, it's probably a few more. Uh, Metamorphosis. It's a Kafka esque inspired <laughs> game. Literally, 
It's about how people always use the word Kafka-esque when it's not appropriate because they don't know But what it, it means. is totally appropriate here. Yeah. It is. You are an insect. See? It's a, it's, it's a cartoon it's like, of a woman buying cheese and saying how Kafka-esque. Did they make this game just so people would call it Kafka-esque? Yes. Probably. <laughs> Their PR blast for it said Kafka-esque at least five yeah. times. Oh, God. It's like this Kafka-esque, Kafka-esque is very Kafka-esque. It's basically it, a first-person. It's person, a Kafka-like. Here's what it is. It's a first-person bug parkour <laughs> platformer. Mm-hmm. And you have stickiness. So you can hold down the trigger and you're sticky. So you stick to walls. That's kind of neat. It's definitely Kafka-esque. God. That's how you make your own publicity. Yes. Um, I can't fault it. Good but for they them. named Franz it Kafka. Metamorphosis. No, I know. I get. I get it. You can't I try get any the harder reference. than that. <laughs> it's not I'm even alone. a reference. It's the same word. <laughs> it's like not I even. I see a what re- they did there. <laughs> hey, Man, Kafka. You ever, did you ever watch home movies? Do you like video I, games? I missed home Do you movies. You like Kafka? Well, <laughs> I got the game for you. <laughs> it's called Metamorphosis, and you can be a bug. And there's three different I can't, kinds of I can't imagine going around other than like maybe a college campus and going, do you like Kafka? <laughs> hey, kids. Hey. Hello, fellow kids. Do you hey. like Kafka? Are you, are you sick and tired of your games not being Kafka-esque enough, bro? Yeah, bro. Well, we got the game for you. Just like the working class, you're a fucking bug. Dog. Whoa. It was pretty cool, though. Yeah. I liked it. The, the like the it's like a <laughs> I really puzzle. Did. Like, it's like a giant puzzle. Uh huh. And it's laid out in a really interesting way because it's you're playing as a tiny bug in what's supposed to be a real world, but it's very whimsical. Well, it's like fantasy. There, like. It gets progressively more abstract. Like you're in like a library. Yeah. And each time you get past a level, it gets crazier looking. There's like books flying around in tornadoes and stuff. Uh, so it's really cool looking. It's abstract. Yeah, and I think it's like you're, it's supposed to be like a dream state. Like the concept uh-huh. is you, in real life, your brother is, or your friend's been framed for murder, and you're yeah, trying to prove you're him trying innocent. to prove your your friend innocent, and so, you woke up as a bug. That's basically the plot. Living like a bug ain't. I'm easy. trying so hard not to say that's literally Kafkaesque, but that's exactly what it is. Yeah, it, it, it is. So you don't. But I didn't ask if you actually played as, like, what is it, Igor Samsa? Isn't yep. that the guy's name? Yeah, it is, yes. Um, but you know what? I'm not going to complain about ga- games made out of based off of actual actual literature. You know what? So, cool. It's like that time we got that Dante's Inferno game, yeah. even though it yeah. probably didn't really have a lot to do with the actual Dante's Inferno, but it's a thought that counts. That's so, true. yeah, there's a home movies episode where they do a musical about Franz Kafka. Nice. And... I just go listen to the, go listen go look up home movies Franz Kafka. I like that show. Yeah. I never okay, so I wanted to talk about a VR game. I'm a lonely German. I'd like to talk about a VR game. A lonely German Franz. It's Prague. called Space Junkies. Yes. Ooh. This game is great. There were a couple of VR games that I wanted to try and didn't get a chance. Oh yeah, uh, we went. We, we went, went over to Ubisoft. Um, and yeah. it's a. It's thumbstick locomotion, right? Mm-hmm. Um, but it's also look based. Uh, you can also move up and down in space, so you're moving r- left. Yeah, left thumbstick. You're moving like left or right. It's, it's right thumbstick is up and down. 
So it's it's more like a traditional shooter with controller. But you're in outer space, so you, you don't deal look. with the issue of locomotion as much. Mm-hmm. Like you're floating, so you don't... You don't feel yourself clopping around on the ground. Yeah, right. so you, and you don't worry about seeing that, like, the sway. Yeah, that the you Gears would of War, see. roadie run sway. Yeah. Yeah, it's not there. So it was. It's really fun. It's like yeah. a. It, it's a. It's a shooter with verticality. Nice. Uh, yeah, with absolutely. really cool level design and, and uh, Quake, a lot of different weapons. A lot weapons. of Quake inspired stuff. I felt. I think the weapons are Quake inspired. Yeah. I think the, the the health and armor. Yeah. Stuff. Health is all pickup based. Um, yeah, the and, armor was very similar. Uh, there's like a timing to the levels. So, and there's there's a few other cool aspects to it. Like you have a shield, mm-hmm. and you have an optional melee weapon. Side. Well, it, well, you can pick. You, there were things other than the laser sword. We picked the laser swords, of course. But yeah, you basically get a shield that you can pull off of a backpack, mm-hmm. and a laser sword or some other sort of ancillary thing like a like bombs or something like that. Mm-hmm. Uh and then you have a general pistol on your side holster, and you can dual wield mm-hmm. guns that you find as well. The developer, the clever son of a gun, he he, he was dual wielding shotguns. Even though you have, to, it's usually a single handed weapon. You have to pump them in order to load them or reload them. He would just pump both of them and then grab them both, and so each one had a shot loaded in it and come up. And, just double shotgun blast and you're dead. So there's little there's little clever things that you can do like that. The ricochet gun I used a lot it when was, we were fighting. It, I found some sort of like it's like a plasma chain gun, and I would find it on every level and I'd just start wrecking people with it. I would just kind of like wait until they came into my line of fire and I'd just unload. Uh, I caught I got quite a few frags that way. Uh, yeah, that game is just ridiculous. And admittedly, I the first time I played it at uh, Oculus Connect, I didn't like it. Mm-hmm. But I didn't go through the tutorial level there. Yeah, I don't and think they had it. At that yeah, time. once I the the tutorial level was really straightforward. Got through it super quick. Mm-hmm. And once I'd done it, I understood how to pretty much do everything in the game. It seems like VR games need tutorials. Absolutely. And it's. Uh, it's cool to see devs figuring that out. And then the other thing that they did was like create a single player experience, which was like a high score attack at the end of their tutorial. Yeah. Uh, so that creates replay value if you're just playing single player. Uh, but yeah, I, I got the high score on their computer and I, I won the death match. So that felt pretty good. <laughs> we won one of them. We won one. We won a team death match. Yeah. And then when they did free for all, I won, which is amazing. <clears throat> yeah, I sucked it up in, in team deathmatch. I think I had no. The first, first the first game we, we both kind of sucked. Second game we got together and I started protecting you. I was like, if you're if they were coming for you, I was gonna like flank them. Yeah, when we were doing the like thing where we wanted the crown. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I, I we lost that one. We lost yeah. the crown game because I suck at objective games. Right. Uh, but you give me a death match or a team death match, and I can play. Which is funny because I'm the other way. You give me an objective, <laughs> and I'll do fine. I just can't kill anybody. <laughs> yeah. That's the team fortress. Yeah. The other yeah. thing I liked about it is, did you notice, like, when you shoot your gun, you start floating backwards? Yeah. If you're not like pushing forward at all. Yeah, I think like, that's really yeah. cool. 
but no, it's it's a really fun game. And oh, the location based hand gestures that you can do in the uh-huh. like hub are really cool. Yeah, there's like, like you emotes. can make bang- heart hands. <laughs> yeah, and, like uh, there was an alien creature that like skin mm-hmm. that I found that I put on. And they just have three fingers, so yeah. I wasn't really giving everyone the bird, but I tried to. <laughs> when I lost the team, when I lost solo deathmatch, I was trying to flip everyone off with yeah. it. <laughs> it's cool, like in the post game lobby though. Like you're all just kind of hanging out, and you can like raise the roof and stuff. There's even like, like they put beach volleyballs in it, and they have like little circles that you can try and shoot. Yeah, and the pre game like, lobby, a little like space basketball. Nice. Yeah, they're yeah. like, yeah, you can play Rocket League in here. It's like, you guys are crazy. All right. Yeah, you can spawn uh, uh, different weapons to try them out in but yeah, the lobby, I, too, which is cool. I really did like uh, Space Junkies yeah, quite a bit. Space and Junkies. It, it was stuff. materially better than when I tried it at Oculus Connect a few years ago. So that was cool. Um, it has a minimal HUD, which I think is really cool. Uh, VR can't really have – you can't have, like, something that's persistent on the screen right. that tells you your health. Uh, so I thought it did a good job of telling you your health without annoying you about it. Yeah. Um, it was, it's it's so fun. I, I really like that game. So it's been a good GDC for all of us. Holy crap. Oh, man. Yeah. Just, like, so many things. Yeah. So much stuff. It's tough to get through it, it all, but... It, it's stuff that, like, you get a first taste of it at GDC, and then, like, you can't wait to see more of it at places like PAX or E3 or Gamescom. Yeah. Or- yeah. One last thing that I want to talk about game-wise, uh, Cosmos Quick Stop. That game is it's like so fucking awesome. That sounds familiar. It's like overcooked, uh, but you're an interstellar space gas station. Yeah. Like yes. A, yeah. So like you were space, telling me about this the other day. Yeah. And so I was yeah. saying we need more games like overcooked. Yeah. And it's like, so there's like, you, you can, I think your character can take a hot coffee shower <laughs> and that like makes them go faster for like a short period. Because that's how coffee works. No, no, no. That's one of the upgrades. That you can give to the place. To the place? Yeah. It's to a get people. Shower? Yeah. For customers that need to come in, they can take a hot coffee oh, yeah. shower okay. to get energized. So basically, ships That's come in. That's not how coffee works. <laughs> well, no, okay. Well, maybe if you're an alien and you absorb nutrients through your pores, okay. it might work okay. that way. Okay, I'll, 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 I'll buy that. All right. And like part of your, part of your station and like at some point gets attacked by like a rival station and they like have like a tentacle attack your base so you can't like get into like certain areas um an asteroid hit our our station yeah well you have to you have to navigate through it yeah you have have to to, yeah fly the ship you have to fly through an asteroid field while you're still fielding customers oh geez yeah it's ridiculous you have to keep a vending machine stocked you have to usually give their you do a little mini game to dig to get the car wash activated then you uh, do an action to get the pump going for the gas, and people then you switch who, it to oxygen. Like people come inside while their cars getting washed, or while their ships getting washed, right? And they ask you for directions. So there's like a little mini game where you have to you have to like go yeah, up, down, yeah. left, right. Show them on the map how to show get them on a map without where to hitting go. an asteroid. So there's like a lot of different gameplay mechanics all thrown together. You have to mop the bathrooms. Um, there's a boss battle where a health inspector comes. You have to hide all the. Um, stuff that is yeah it's like that episode it's like the charlie work episode of it's always sunny mm-hmm. nice. and then uh, there's a boss where the tentacle goes through puberty yes oh, tentacle, tentacle puberty is in my notes yeah as well. <laughs> i i wrote that down and i was like okay yeah um the one thing i really liked was the they have an in-world ui so 
you go to one station and it's like okay hit a b b x it like tells you on a screen like there's not like some prompt that's like on the hud it's like in the actual game yeah Uh, so i thought that was kind of cool it's yeah. really fun. That yeah. was like it definitely just things escalated quick. Like right after the training, we were already just sort of in chaos. I was like, oh no! And it, you know, kind of about Stella real quick. It felt the same way. Like these two games were like, you're just having the worst day ever. Yeah, Stella, <laughs> like Stella's going through like the worst day ever. It's that well in Stella, I'm, it's like the I'm it, stuck the, in the death. desert. How can it get worse? Oh, there's a swarm of rats. Oh, yeah. I just fell through a bridge. <laughs> Into like a ditch, and I. But can't the like it. premise of Stella is her world is ending. Yeah, you're watching like the last days of a doomed society of some sort. Yeah, but she, her, giant she's like the last person there, and it's like she's having the worst day ever recorded in human it's history. Like it must have been, it must have been a Monday, right? Yeah, right. <laughs> I'm not even supposed to be here today. Um, but I, I felt that way while I was playing uh, Cosmos Quick Stop. But that that game really stuck out to me i wanted to yeah give a shout husband out. and wife team uh, uh-huh. with a few friends of theirs Just, and then they were adorable not that anyone gives a shit about their cookie grandma's and, cookies and i tried autica and autica is really great oh my god i love autica i'm jealous yeah. you got to try autica uh it's it's vr it, it's everyone's like, oh, it's like beat saber it's not like beat saber really uh it uses this uh rhythm mechanic called osu uh which is circle based like elite beat agents yes and it's but it's in vr and it's really fun uh i think it's gonna be great they it has a great art style of course like i did kda pop stars right um because i love that song it's the song i was like oh great your game has pop stars that's all that it needs nice um (laughs) but yeah it it was really fun and it, it was i think music games like that especially in vr you should kind of look like you're not dancing, but there should be rhythm to your movements. And it lo- should look natural. And I thought they did a good job of that. Uh, and it was really fun. And I can't wait to see more games added to it. I think I'm going to pick it up on Early Access. Uh, I think they sold me on it. It's uh, it's out on PC already. So I'm like, yeah, I could join in on this, this, uh, this train and see where it goes. Because, you know, it, it's all about the mod support right that's what took beat saber to the next level uh and if mods come into this and they seem like they already are in early access that could just add so much replay value to this i hope i hope that happens yeah it looks fun i want to play it i didn't i just watched you play it and hung out during the interview so but yeah it reminded me of elite beat agents in a very weird way but i love it there was this mechanic where you had to hold the trigger while you you had to aim right you had to be they told you look down the sights and aim but then you had to they either tap the trigger hold the trigger and also follow the thing oh yeah and then there was also slash so there's like four different mechanics that were all coming at you right and left right so the blue was the left hand the orange was the right hand uh so i think it's different than beat saber in the sense that I feel like I moved around less playing Attica, which I prefer. <laughs> Beat Saber is like you burn calories. You're tired after playing some Beat Saber. I think I could play Attica for a longer period of time. And that, that's uh, 
that's cool. I think it's important for a VR game. And it's also a game that you could totally pass around and people would have fun with. And then the l- one more VR thing real quick. We tried Rift S. And, uh, you should just go read about that. Yeah. You just should go read, read my, about yeah, it. Yeah, read my hands on about that. Um, but I like it. And I was talking to someone from Facebook today about it. I, I just ran into a shacker. Uh, Makuya, do you know him? I think so. Brian? Yeah. Uh, he works over at Facebook at the Oculus division. I was talking to him about it. He's like, yeah, a lot of people are saying it's not innovative enough. And I'm like, oh, I think it's pretty great. You know, d- you know, the original Rift ha- required three USB ports. Yes. This new Rift S only takes one. Yeah, it. That's the thing. that's the thing about VR is that at least the early models, it's just a clutter of wires. It's- yeah, especially when the headphones weren't really part of it. Yeah. Uh, then you had another set of cables. That, that was like the constant complaint that i heard about early oculus uh-huh. com- complaint i hear about places we are it's like it's a mess of cables yeah sure uh they've narrowed it down to just the you know one cable and the one hdmi and they've done that by adding inside out tracking which they call insight uh so listeners of the podcast will know that i'm not the biggest facebook fan so one That's has to ask mildly. one has to ask do i want a bunch of of cameras that Facebook has access to. Oh, why you got to go there? <laughs> Dude. Just no. Saying. Just no. I'm going to say no. You're just going to say no? I'm going to say no. You probably don't. Well, then I probably shouldn't get Rift S. But if you can suspend that that belief that you deserve privacy. Oh, watch out, dude. Oh, no. no. Uh Uh-oh, I almost did it again. You almost almost did did it again. again. Oops, I almost did it again. (laughs) Uh, He's a spy from Facebook. He was trying to cut cut off my my thought. Uh, But, yeah, anyway, the hardware is impressive. I just wish – I kind of wish a different company bought them. Sorry. That's okay. I I remember that day I just kept shouting what, and even in chat I was just like, what? What? (laughs) Facebook buys Oculus for two bill. I was like, too soon. I, <laughs> I was like, this is too soon. Two billion dollars. I, I, I don't anything. I don't remember my reaction to it because I saw the news and then I let, just like jumped right on to write about it. Yeah. And then like as soon as I wrote about it, I'm like, what did I just write? Like, what just happened? I was like, why? You were the chosen one. Uh, but you know, didn't you? Yeah, they were supposed to bring balance to the force. But no. they didn't. No, they that sure didn't. It never works out oh, that way. Wow. And, no, and, not in hardware and consumer electronics usually. But um, I don't know. I think the tech is promising. And it, I, I, Blake, you got to try both Quest and, and Rift S side by side, right? Yeah. Rift S is materially a better experience. Oh, yeah. They took everything that I like about the PSVR headset and put it in an Oculus headset and then added external speakers. Mm-hmm. So, uh, yeah, I mean, it's it's well designed, much mm-hmm. more so than any of the previous models. And I think better than any Windows MR headset out yeah. there on the market. Like so, so, uh, Samsung has one. The thicker padding, too. I really like. I liked a lot of the, you know, just the sort of ergonomic changes. Yeah, yeah. Those those were really appealing to me. I'm not much like we were talking about earlier. I don't really like wearing headphones because I like to hear the room around me. Yeah. Uh, so that's a big, that's a big plus for me mm-hmm. personally. Um, but yeah, yeah, we should. So that's, 
I think that's everything that's, that we saw. At it's, it, if if we didn't mention something, you oh oh oh, Calico is a game where you can, yes, ride, you can around ride around on cats. cats. <laughs> okay, Bad Kitty. Uh, all right. There's a game you can ride around on cats. Bad Kitty. Calico is fantastic. Yes, Look, keep an eye out for its Kickstarter. That's really all you need to know about it. And Body positive. You cat played, cafe maids. Yeah. Yeah. And you. You played Windjammers too and won. I'm from, I and I will win again because I love Windjammers. And we all played Smash and had a good time. Yay! Yeah. And now GDC's over and we get to stop, right? Please, for the love of God, tell me we get to stop. No, you have to sing a song before we end the show. Okay, <laughs> hold on. But first, <laughs> as always, go to shacknews.com for your interviews, news, reviews, previews, guides. We got a lot of guides. So long guides. reads. David posted a feature about EverQuest. He did. A little tease from his long read, which is going to be massive about EverQuest. Uh, I actually got to shoot some interviews and channel my inner David. Uh, someone was like, uh, one of their PR people was talking about David. Was she? Ta- was Tara talking to you about? Tara David? was talking to me about David. She said that he is awesome and that he does amazing work. And she was like, "Yeah, we got David's interview set up for this afternoon." And like Ozzy later that night, Ozzy's like, "So uh, David's already left." I'm like, "David was never here." <laughs> <laughs> David was uh, you do everything. Tara right? made it sound like like David was here. I know it's hilarious and. Because he set up the the interview and everything, so I I just showed up with Greg. Uh, shout out to Greg for helping me film that interview and love all, you, Burkleton. All the stuff he did this week. No, uh, he he get, he went home. Get us pictures of Spider Man. Yeah, he's yep. he's editing videos right now. He's in the video minds. So yeah, go to go to our YouTube channels, youtube.com slash Shack News Games, because the guy who has slash Shack News is a jerk. And then also uh, youtube.com slash gamerhub videos. That's where a lot of the interview content's going to be. We've been uploading our streams to the slash Shack News Games channel. Uh, Crabs is, you know, Charles, everyone's been doing a great job over there streaming games. Uh, I think we're streaming. Uh, Watch our Hero Electronic Sports show. Yeah. Yeah. Why, we're going to be back Monday. Ozzy, you want, are you going to be around for that? I don't know if I'll be around for that because okay. on Monday PlayStation is having its whatever its state of That's play or whatever. Point. That's a good point. Oh, snap. Okay, because PlayStation one of these weeks, Ozzy. Because PlayStation decided not to do it this week for whatever reason. One of these weeks, you have to come on to the Shack News Electronic Sports Show and and tell hey, us. Hey, I might come on on site from uh, yeah. from the Hearthstone World Championships. So okay, we'll see. Yeah, all you have to okay. do is call into Teamspeak. Yeah. So you it can might do happen. That. You can do that on a mobile phone if you're at, if you're at the 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 playoffs. You're like breaking news. Yep, the Shanghai Dragons. In. So are the Shanghai Dragons in stage one playoffs? I don't think they made it, but they had a very good stage one. There you go. They're better than the LA Valiant. Have they won yet? They have not won yet. Oh, so we they fell off a cliff. Yeah. Oh. What happened? They lost some of their best players, and also the meta does not favor them. Yikes. So is it really Baptiste changing everything? Potentially, yes. Wow. His moveset's way too good. That's crazy. So yeah, um, that's another. We we're on Twitch, twitch.tv uh, slash, slash Shack Shack News. News. Uh, go there, sub to us. You can attach your Amazon Prime account to Twitch Prime. Give us Jeff Bezos's money for free. You gotta do it once a month. I just did it today. Uh, so you gotta go on there, give us Jeff Bezos's money for free. It's 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 an easy thing to do. This keeps crabs on his toes too, because he knows you're watching him. Yeah, right. He's like, oh shit, streams are watching. I I love. I try to watch as many of the streams as possible. I try to go in there and hang out with him in Teamspeak because he's it's just 
Yeah, he, it's fun. He, yeah, it's it's good time. It's we always were, a good conversation. We were talking about uh, about Asif streaming uh, Mario Maker Two when it comes out. Yeah, so we can't wait for those coming in June. Oh yeah, the challenges, the new challenges. Um, yeah, and I think because Switch is out there more, more people will get to play my levels. So I'm excited about that. Yes, I am curious if I'm going to be able to import levels from the old game. I certainly hope that's the case, but I am not holding my breath. I don't think they're going to do that. I don't think they're going to do that either. Um, I think it's just it's a different game. It'll be a brand new clean slate. But I might try to port Briefcase Level 5 over. Give it like, a shot. Oh, like you'll have a lot more tools to play with. Literally have my like Wii U sitting here and like the Switch next to it and be like, try to pixel for pixel recreate it. Uh, but the problem is that I'd have to beat it again to upload it. And that was... <laughs> it, it it took me it was six weeks to build the level two weeks to beat that level. i'm just gonna play chatty posters levels and do like i did before yeah one random winner has some awesome levels yeah. uh it got competitive in the chatty Skankcore had some levels uh it was like a comp it was a combination of people who like playing levels and people who like creating levels and we were all sharing them. There was a Google. I think there yeah. was a Google Doc back then. I, I was primarily doing the hundred life challenge. Yeah, I was playing chatty posters levels, and I was playing levels from Celeste creator Matt Thorson, who mm-hmm. had some awesome levels. Yep, he had some great shy guy stuff. He and really I hope he did does more of it. Yeah, you know, I hope it's he comes funny. back. It's funny. I, I think that uh, a lot of the later levels in Celeste resembled Super Mario Three. That's what I saw. I saw it. I, I saw. Yeah. I saw the resemblance. And I think he was probably inspired by Mario Maker yep. in, in some of that. But it was just, yeah, that game's great. Uh, I can't wait for that. Um, yeah, those are the channels. We're also at Shack News on Twitter. We're Shack News on Facebook. If you like that garbage. <laughs> website uh at shack news media on instagram and uh we don't have tiktok because it seems weird it's weird and scary to us shout out to those shack news subreddit dudes out there <laughs> all four of you hi over oh, in well. siberia uh shout out to mr sleepy uh he's always uh, listening to the shack cast he liked our uh theory about e3 press conferences the company's backing out of them because they're tired of donkey making fun of them i believe it <laughs> like ea's like screw this we're not gonna get made fun by donkey again uh so yeah all uh, i know is at least that frees up my monday night yep except uh, unless they do a state of play that night or starting to 20 days before e3 actually starts now it does e3 starts in may all right um yeah. so yeah fuck e3 we're not talking about that <laughs> shit anymore um until next week when i get back to planning it um if you're on the internet which you probably are because you're listening to a sort of series of tubes and say you're on twitter greg and you see a headline and it's you know something you want to react to click the link before you do read the article actually figure out what the story is about if it's true even and then decide if you want to share like or comment on it Actually become a more informed reader and share information. It also helps the writer by giving them that page view, giving them that podcast listen or that video view. You know, these people are based on metrics, right? People want those metrics to go up. People's jobs depend on this. The whole fate of the internet depends on you clicking the link. So please do it. And if you really want, if you're like really a top boy, as Chris Gerard would say, Actually vet the information before sharing it. Find a second source to make sure it's not BS. 
Now, I don't think you're going to do that because I'm actually begging you to just click on the link. How should I expect them to vet information if they won't even click on the link? And this goes for you too, Chatty. So many of you just respond to headlines without actually reading the article. And it's because of the way that the Shack News Chatty presents our articles. I get that. But click the link. There's a link in every headline on the Chatty. So click the link. That's it. I'm tired. I'm wet. My feet hurt. I want to go home and I miss Lola. So that's it. I'm getting home to my puppy tomorrow, but I'm not going to see her till Monday. But go out there and do it for Shack News. You down with GDC? Yeah, you know me. You down with GDC? <laughs> no. No, it's no. over. I'm no. glad. I'm done. No. It's a long Goodbye. Suckers. I'm tired. I'm not going to sing. <laughs> this is a song. Ah, GDC is over. GDC is over. <laughs> I want to go home. I want to eat some chicken wings <laughs> at my favorite chicken wing place and also get some pho. That's what I'm going to do. So let's go do that. Goodbye, Shackcast. We'll see you really soon, I guess. Probably. I don't know. Go away. Next week. Next week. (laughs) That's it.